0: Oh my gosh. Welcome back. We're here. We're actually here. Here we go. Fear of the Walking Dead. Season one, episode one, the recap and review. We're here to talk about it. Welcome back, everybody. We've been gone for a little bit. We've been on vacation of sorts. It's been a very fun vacation, right, Joe, for both of us. It's been great. (laughs) But it's been good times. We've missed all of you. We've missed talking to you. Thank you, guys. We're almost here for the beginning of the television season. Officially tonight, I guess, it symbolizes it. It symbolizes the first of the new season of the television show. It even felt like that when you watched the... Before the episode started, the whole Talking Dead episode, it was almost like, the, you know how they try to get the Christmas decorations set up earlier earlier, and earlier every year just to kind of get that time of year pushing? It's like they tried to push the beginning of the TV season now. The Walking Dead's coming. Don't worry, guys. We're going to tell you all about it. We're going to give you amazing tidbits about season six of The Walking Dead, like, like, like things like it's going to be like playing an acoustic guitar and an electric guitar. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be like playing a double neck guitar. Holy shit. We have we have our friends in the chat that are back. Thank you so much. It's great to see you, Tara Chan. Haven't seen you in a long time. Hope everything is well with you. Great to see our friend Tim, Richie A. All of our buddies are in the chat room. Thank you guys so much for checking us out here. Oh, so the fear of the walking dead tonight. It was uh, very very interesting. It was, it was different. I have mixed feelings about it. I don't know about you, Joe. Uh, what were, what's your initial thoughts of, of The Fear of the Walking Dead?
1: On the whole, I liked it. Like, to boil it all down, I liked it. I'm going to keep watching. Um, I like some of the actors in it. Uh, that first scene, I don't know. All I could think every time I looked at that kid was uh, what... He reminds me so much of a young Johnny Depp.
0: Do you know what he was in though? He was—he uh, played young Voldemort or Voldemort, Voldemort Tom Riddle in one of the Harry Potter movies.
1: Uh, that's a, i don't know. Say that in English.
0: <laughs> he was in one of the Harry Potter movies. he, <laughs> pl- he played the ba- He played Harry Potter's main bad guy at a young age and the main villain kind of of a earlier movie. Of one of the harry potter movies and that if you're not familiar with the harry potter joe that is a, a story about fucking wizards
1: no i am familiar with harry potter i've seen about half of the movies not half of like
0: the like half of like you've only watched half of each movie
1: no no the other the other way <laughs> the other way of seeing half of the movies it's kept being the same thing over and over again like ah
0: so you yeah. were you were talking about it. Let's get right back into the uh, the. Let's get right into this first scene of the Fear of the Walking Dead. It begins with with uh, this kid Nick waking up in a church, and yeah, he he plays a good good uh, fucked up heroin addict, but he's got you know pretty good abs for a heroin addict. That's that's one of the minor issues I have. He's new into it. He's young. Yeah, he's young. He's still got he's still got the physique. He's not quite he's Bubbles only, level. He's
1: only a couple of years in.
0: <laughs> uh, I agree. Terry Chan said something I agree with one hundred percent the second half of the episode was better than the first half. When we started to get into actually what was going on. I See, this is what, I guess my initial thoughts are. I'm of two minds. Part of it was, Cliche as fuck. Some of the elements of the, the stuff at the beginning of the episode that I was like, I don't care about this because none of this shit's gonna matter. So why am I gonna listen to this? But when we started to get into the tension of it, especially in the scene where Travis, the main the main uh the main lead guy, the teacher, uh the boyfriend, when he was investigating the drug house, that was the best scene in the entire episode to me. That
1: yeah, that was a little strange too. Like,
0: like who is he? Like we have to establish him as our badass. Like he like he we're gonna find out he has he like knows,
1: a- he knows where the church is that, that this kid goes and shoots at?
0: Everybody knows where the church is. Los Angeles Why did you
1: go find them two days ago then?
0: Joe, Los Angeles is a very small place. <laughs> 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 oh, awesome. Ren Renwood's here. Uh, she didn't get yeah, to watch right. the show, but she has more tests tomorrow. She's at a hotel and didn't have AMC. I hope all your tests go, fu- go fucking well and, and uh, make sure you send me a private message and let me know how everything's going on with that. Definitely do. Uh, someone said, Joe, you look slimmer buddy a little bit a little
1: bit about 30 pounds
0: slimmer <laughs> yeah uh, ren don't spoil yourself there are some cool some cool things thank you for popping in but i don't want you to be too spoiled of what's going on there's a couple of fun things but okay i'm gonna tell you a big spoiler there's people there's undead in this show That the big issue, and I thought that was an interesting point that they were trying to hammer in before the season started about how we'll know more than the characters in the show knew. I do think, I do think they cast it well. I think all the actors did a good job and I love the atmosphere that they're that they're enhancing I love the good parts of it but some part of some parts of it were uh, uh, a little predictable like oh we got the daughter that hates her family can't wait to move away and with with the boyfriend we have uh, we have the 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 step the the boyfriend that wants to be the stepdad da- it's like a lot of questions the the drug addict son literally goes under the bridge downtown to shoot up after he gets under the bridge <laughs> No, he doesn't go shoot up though. Right, I'm sorry. He doesn't. He, but he literally goes under the bridge downtown. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but I, I think I, that was the bridge they used in under the bridge I downtown. I think it was too. It wasn't-
0: but that being said, I think all of the actors did a really great job, and they started to establish where I think this show can go. But a lot of the people we met are just going to die. You're looking at them as as like cannon fodder. There was a there was one scene where
1: exactly where
0: uh, Alicia the boy the girl has her boyfriend write his name write his name or sign her sign her arm in uh, in oh, in a sharpie a or whatever or whatever he did. I right when that happened, I said out loud, I paused it, and I said,
1: Oh yeah, red shirt.
0: I, yeah, I said at the end of this season, we're going to see her look at that faded and she's going to remember her dead boyfriend. It, it, it so it's yep. so it's kind of predictable in a couple of those ends, but I think the execution and the atmosphere, I like the way they shot it. It looked really cool. The colors and every and it looked a little bit more artsy than the walk, than the walking dead itself. I like I like that.
1: I think uh that part of the country has a different color to it in general. Yeah. It's strange <laughs> like um <laughs> like everything is just this tan and then like they're like oh okay let's make the buildings look tan too I don't know. It just all has this, like, ah, beige look to it out
0: there. Tara Chan says, the next episode in the previews looks better. I don't know. I like the build-up. The kids start missing school. I loved it when they started getting into that, like, the kids and how and and how dense the principal was. He's like, oh, I think they're all just cutting school because of this thing. Uh, yeah. Scout Dakota can't stand the daughter. Uh, me, me neither. She was a little bit too uh, ca- carbon copy. Most, that's uh. – that was my big my big
1: problem. And carbon Copy, it's ridiculous. Every fucking show that has a teenage girl has to have the teenage girl be this fucking girl. It is the most annoying role in the history of TV. And I know this girl exists. And That
0: being said, Joe, but, I have a good feeling about her that she's going to be the one that shows the most character growth. And by the end of this season, she's going to be like a straight-up badass. is, is, yeah, I mean, is my I feeling could, about
1: it. I could see how the character would also feel... Nick gets all the attention because he's such a fucking screw up. Nobody yep. rewards the like shows the good kid that, the type of attention they need. My
0: my my favorite scene with with her in the entire episode is when she was interacting with Nick. Yeah. I think to buy or sell this whole thing, it's ultimately how much you like Nick too and if you can if he if his character annoys you. He reminded me a little bit of uh he, he reminded me a little bit of, oh gosh, uh, a character from season two of The Wire, the, the little skinny kid that, create, that creates, but I don't want to get too into Wire, Wire spoilers, but he reminded me of a character I know that kind of person. I, I've met a person like that. I, I, I know, and so I could kind of relate to him and see what he was going through. I, I, I like Nick, and I like, I like Nick specifically, and I like Travis, are the, are the two characters that early on that I'm the best on, on board with.
1: Yeah,
0: me too. Definitely on uh, Tar- both, the two of them. Tara Chan says, yes, she's pretty cliche, but I have faith. Me too. Uh, the Walking Dead won't do this to us.
1: He's so. Like, I thought it was interesting. He's so broken up about,
0: I don't know, we'll get to it. Okay, so the fear of The Walking Dead begins with Nick waking up in the church and uh, serving as sort of a drug den. He's, he runs downstairs and he calls for Gloria. You hear some screaming and banging in the background. And... Uh, and it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing tension I think that they build up right there in that first first scene I think it I think they do a good job establishing the mood and establishing what's going on here. Scout Dakota says Joe you're absolutely right I've seen that girl a million times on shows. Uh so it, I, I said he, I'm not sure how fucked up he looks we see his abs he lives in a shithole or he's sleeping in a shithole it's a total shithole he gets up he buckles his pants he walks out with uh. Looking around, we notice that's a church. He sees a sound, and he kind of limps towards it. As Joe was saying, there's sort of this yellow light tint to everything as he as the music's pulsing. And I, I like the score in this show as well. It had a little bit more of a from from Batman the Animated Series to Batman Beyond kind of feel. It had this like the music. There's
1: a there's a point when he's running out of the church. The the trailer. There, there's that noise. Wow. That, oh. Wow. Oh, that and it like credit that to that damn DiCaprio movie, the Inception movie. Ah, oh, it's in. It's so much. It's been used. It's overused. It's. That it was. Noise is so overused. It was to let you know that shit's getting serious. It was, but. <laughs> They need a new noise. That's so, all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so he staggers downstairs, calling for Gloria. He hear he hears uh, screaming and banging, and he goes and looks around, and he eventually bumps into a dead guy with a chunk mixed bit out of his neck. This dude's horrified. I mean, his high is all fucked up. He, he's like, "Shit, I'm what the hell's going you know, on?" He, here? he
1: already woke up from his high, and now he's definitely like. Yeah, it's got to be some shit to see. Like. Imagine being those
0: people in Florida that saw that <laughs> shit. Tara Chan said, "Oh my God, my speakers couldn't handle that music. It was like vibrating and freaking out." And Scouts, they did an amazing job of building tension in that first scene. I agree. And that shot that I think a lot of people, or I talked to a few people that had problems with the shot of the slow motion shot of him running out of that place. Oh, that looks kind of lame. Yada yada. I've heard a couple people say that. In context with the scene, it was intense as shit. You really felt where he was coming from. I, lo- I loved everything in this episode that had to do with dealing with the walking de- walking dead and dealing with seeing all of that. My problems with the episode stemmed again when we got into like family drama shit that's not going to matter next week. That it was oh, j- like
1: the other kid, like Travis's other fucking kid.
0: That's going to oh. be beca- I have a feeling that's going to become important <laughs> later in the sense that we're gonna- he's going to beca- join their zombie team eventually. I hope he gets eaten. Someone's going to get eaten. Who who are the fam okay, who's our early pick on the fam main family that dies by the end of the six episodes?
1: Oh, uh, I think we're gonna have a few of them die. I think it's gonna be uh I think we're gonna have our main our our core four.
0: All four I of them think are
1: Nick's gonna make it because the drama of his of his addiction and and that and that whole thing is gonna be one thing. Um but I think pretty much everybody else that we've seen is dead. Mm. I mean, gotta remember like people like when we're when we're only like however long far is we're in with Rick like half of everybody's family is gone and that's like
0: yeah I, th- I think I heard some I, or I read something when I was looking up like fun facts for that video that there is se- that there was like 75 25 uh, human to zombie ratio right now. Or at the time at the the time of the current time of where Rick Grimes is in season five going into season six. It's
1: seventy five to what?
0: Seventy five percent zombie to twenty five percent human. Giver give. Yeah, or, give that's, or,
1: that's at their current point.
0: Current point. Yeah. Exact so that's a lot. <laughs> it might even be worse. I might I might be under understating that amount. I'm not that's I'm it is, it's, it's, It is an interesting statistic. Uh, the ex-wife is a goner. She's so dead, says Scout. <laughs> By Travis's Tara Chan. Tim is really pissed off that we didn't see any Randy's Donuts in L.A. <laughs> yeah,
1: or or, uh, or an In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out,
0: not yet. Not yet.
1: Uh, uh, in Arby's something.
0: In, fa- <laughs> in, fa- in fairness, if we saw it, people would be screaming product placement. So, so yeah. we'll, the Walking Dead's printing their own money right now. They don't need to do the product placement. No. But they could have had, like, Paul's Donut Shop and had it look like McDowell's to McDonald's.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the boy, the boyfriend's... Yeah, the boyfriend's already dead. The bo- we're, But we're going to see the boyfriend, of course. I
1: you think so? I, I'm, boyfriend's um, dead. he's just separated from his phone. And I think they did a good job. Like, we don't know. The boyfriend could be dead. The boyfriend could be separated from his phone. The boyfriend could be on the run from his family because his family's dead or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot that could... There's a lot of reasons why that kid's not calling.
0: The boyfriend could be back and be better than... I'm sorry. That's horrible. Or
1: do you think if we do see him again, we see him again as a zombie?
0: I think we're seeing him again as a zombie. I think she's investigating further when she doesn't hear from him. She's going somewhere to look for him. I need to
1: go find my boy. Right.
0: Exactly. And when she finds him, he's going to be... He's going to be trying to eat her. And that's going to be her wake-up call where it's going to snap in her head and then she's going to turn into... Uh, mini car, like Carly, like crazy. She's gonna get totally ingrained by this shit. And her and yeah. Nick, her and Nick will be the last, peop- last she'll, people. Last she'll people. I think she'll Maggie up. Yeah, I have a feeling she's gonna totally Maggie up at some point.
1: We got to go with Maggie or 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 uh, what's her name there? Or do you think she'll go Andrea route and like?
0: Oh, ma- or ma-
1: early Beth route.
0: Maybe, maybe. She reminds yeah. me. Her personality reminds me a little bit of. She, I hope. Open, I'm not gonna to go to, go talking about Lost. I was gonna go into Lost rant like Boone's sister. I can't think of her name. Like when she's, oh my god, I'm on the island. I need someone to to do things for me. You know, like I, I hope they don't go that route with her where she gets. But I don't think so. She seems to have some. They're establishing her as being super intelligent. They've sh- they, well, they they yeah, dropped a couple hints. In any classes, right? Or, yeah, she she can pass all our classes without having to go to them. That was established at one point. She's, she's super brain. She's going to be the brain of the team. We established that Travis is uh, a Green Beret in his past or something like that, or English Secret Service or something. He has <laughs> he has some secret talent that we don't know. Because because what teacher goes into goes a... Goes like, to a, the fucking church. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? I know we're going...
1: I'm, I'm a high school teacher. Let me go into a downtown la or an outskirts la fucking shooting gallery i I know we investigate what my possibly crazy partially withdrawing son says he was running from somebody eating somebody else let me go take a look for myself
0: because i believe joe because i believe
1: Yeah. yeah uh an english teacher from high school do you know any english teachers like that maybe i had a geometry. So that would have might have been that kind of crazy, but
0: maybe, maybe, maybe a gym teacher, maybe a history teacher, (laughs) something like that shit.
1: Not an English
0: teacher. No, no, (laughs) not a, not a, he's, he's intelligent. He's a, uh, he's a bookworm. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> so he, so anyway, so let's get, we'll get back to the recap here. So Nick here is screaming and banging. He looks, he finds a guy with a chunk bit out of his neck. He's fucking horrified. He grabs a metal poker to use as a weapon, which is pretty smart. And he heads into the sanctuary whispering Gloria's name. Gloria, glow, glow, where are you? Uh, he, he spots her. And then he sees those dead fucking eyes, and he falls back in shock as she comes from him. Finally, he gets his shit together enough to run, and he runs, just like you saw in the trailer. It was the scene with with his pants falling around, he's running in terror. Uh, he gets his away, I, open. and I thought this was fucking hilarious. I love that they did this. He gets away, and turns, and gets fucking hit by a car.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: siren sound and people rush to check on him the city is like really busy busy and chaotic we flash up and we get to see our first big shot and, of la and he and this is where i'm kind of thinking oh maybe he's just fucking high. <laughs> you
1: know, that's what i start i started thinking that maybe this is just like did he just like kind of flip out with a dream and take off? Like
0: that was one of the few things or one of the things I appreciated most about the episode is that they had him say have dialogue, like maybe I'm just crazy. I really you know, I hope I'm crazy. I, I I've taken drugs my whole life and I but I've never and seen that
1: shouldn't happen. Yeah, and that shouldn't happen. <laughs> and I like the response of the people who are like, Come on, dude, it was the drugs. No, the drugs I took don't do this. Yeah. They've never done this. So either I'm nuts or I took something
0: else <laughs> or that
1: shit actually happened. It says people don't go around chewing off the faces of other people unless
0: we're in fucking Florida. Florida. <laughs> then it's like then that happens every day down there
1: yeah
0: you know like so so richie a says uh travis yeah he goes there without a weapon and tim says uh, (laughs) armed with a flashlight and good intentions all my english teachers went to the empty churches isn't that where they hang out (laughs) (laughs) scout the scene made me laugh uh well i'm not uh taking her word he's like uh, i see dead people well done. Yeah, it's it's absolutely it's interesting that Travis just kind of bought he was the only one that bought Nick by word by his word. But I bet we'll have a we'll find out that Travis was a drug had a drug was a drug addicted in his past and he got out of it so we can relate to it in some part. Yeah, of. You know,
1: well, I got that feeling that the mother was saying that like, oh, he's cursed like she has a past. That yeah, like, th-
0: I got that vibe, there. too. And I have to say uh, we've gone a while without talking about Madison. We're about to talk about her here I usually I'm not a huge fan of this actress and other things I've seen or But I mean she's competent. I thought she was awesome in this I I, she underplayed that thing that she sometimes does in some of her roles that bother me like playing a little bit too I'm aggressive. Yeah, like or just snooty. Let me let me say, bossy. I'd say more I'd say more snooty more snooty she plays oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. on house of cards she has this like uh, snootiness to her where she p- really played that down i really bought her as a loving mother that had gone through a lot of shit
1: i'm not placing her in house of cards
0: she was like i don't want to do too many spoils about house of cards but she was in the most recent season of house of cards playing a reporter type, okay okay I'll type character me. so we yeah. sp- we start the episode and we get uh we get our first uh first glimpse of madison and i again i really liked her in this role i think i think she showed a lot of depth she showed the comedic timing that she has and and, with her interactions with her and travis and then she also sort of showed a lot of depth of emotion in some of those deep scenes she had to play with all the shit she's had to go through with her son you could really relate to that shit
1: yeah Uh, i and that's the thing like well you you can absolutely if you have ever had anybody like that in your life you can relate to To those feelings that she was expressing trust
0: me trust me Carmine you do not want me to take off my motherfucking shirt that it would get a dirty situation I'd look like Teen Wolf up in this fucking piece you don't want you don't want the wolf
1: (laughs) (laughs) take off his shirt just so you can see the sweater he's wearing
0: yeah you don't want to see I'm already wearing I'm it would be like nothing you just see more uh, it's actually darker than the shirt I actually do have my shirt off (laughs) So Ma- Madison yells, yo, Lisa, get the fuck, you only have five minutes to go. Get the hell out of the fucking shower. And she yells, you're late. Yep, the daughter, she's late. You know, she's in the kitchen. Travis is in the kitchen trying to fix something. He's trying to fix the sink and make some bref- breakfast. Travis is in the kitchen with Don. <laughs> Travis in the kitchen, I know. <laughs> Travis says it's uh, fixed, and he saved them 300 bucks. So we establish early that that Travis has MacGyver-like <laughs> skills. Yep, he's, he's, uh, he's... <laughs> he's a doer he's a doer yeah he has he has those kind of skills he has the abilities you know what i bet you he can do i bet bet you he could build a fire you think so yeah (laughs) i bet i I bet he could also catch food i bet he is gonna he's gonna catch lots of food and i bet he's also gonna gonna die i I think travis is dead i think he's the guy that's dead by the end of the season he's our main he's i mean he's a He's a pretty pretty big name for this but show. But he's our like, Qui- he's, he's Qui-Gon Jinn. He? He's our, Jin. you he, think? He's our Liam Neeson, I, our big stuff. I hope stu- he's
1: around for at least the whole season, maybe next season. I,
0: I think he dies He'll in the death of like, the last episode.
1: He's my Lincoln for the show. I don't think every, anybody else is going to be able to hold my attention. <laughs> I'd be surprised.
0: So, so Madison, uh, they get the call. He kisses Madison on the phone. She gets the call, and they head to the hospital, and the doctor's like, Oh, you know, your son, he, he ran out in front of a car, and he's delusional, but that's not with the... With intent. Yeah, with intent. Okay, what's that? He ran out with intent? He, he killed him. He tried to commit suicide with intent. And the doctor says, But that's not what bothers me. It doesn't bother me that he tried to run face first into fucking traffic. What really bothers me is that... And she goes, the toxicology report? That he's high on heroin?
1: Yeah, no oh
0: shit. No oh shit.
1: Son, not, of course I know that. I know. it. I haven't seen him in three weeks because he's been high.
0: Ask uh, Dakota says Teen Wolf, that's hot. Oh no, you know what I know. No. Terrachan says the fire seeding in class was bizarre. He's too OP. He's gonna die eventually. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I think too. He's he's t- we he, we need to show that our most well fucked together character it can die in this world. That's why he's gonna be the one to die because he's gonna sa- he's gonna sacrifice himself to save the other three by the end of the season.
1: Uh. I don't know. He wasn't too quick on the kill the zombie shit.
0: No, but he was. He was quick to run into a crack. He he must. He he was looking for like leftovers on the ground or something. Yeah. He's got some deep. Pain. He was looking for an excuse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I know, I know there's gotta
0: be some left in one of these dirty syringes. Uh. <laughs> we got our good friend Big Cab. How's it going, motherfucking dick? Hey guys, good to see you back at it, having a rocking show. Good to see you, my friend. Hopefully the cards have been treating you well, buddy. So, okay, so he tells the cops that, uh, its he's funny with the cops. He says, I was just going out for a run. Yeah. You wanna know what I was
1: doing? I was doing a whole bunch of go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Woo-woo-woo. And if you wanna know how it was, it was fucking awesome. Excuse me. With
0: the f-bombs Oh, that's okay. That's okay. You can. They
1: they they bring it out
0: of me a lot, <laughs> policeman. So we we get that's the co- Unfortunate co- habit. The cops are talking to him, asking him what was up with the running to, down Needle Alley. He's uh he starts talking about flesh and blood. He's 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 mumbling something. They. T- a viscera. A viscera. I had. A, we looked that I don't up. Even know what that is. We man. we paused the show and we we looked it up. It means like really? b- yeah, a bunch of body parts or something yeah. something to that effect. Yeah,
1: a viscera. You're, you're in your organs. I
0: like. didn't know that. I don't want my fucking TV to teach me shit, dude. How? You played. Wow, dude. I played. You-
1: Wow, eviscerate is one of the moves. Oh, it was. It was. To- You're totally right,
0: dude. It's one of my uh, rogue's moves. <laughs> I'm such a fucking geek ass. Shit. <laughs> I'm a. Gum. It's been five years since he's one of us was playing. I remember it all. Oh, oh no. Oh gosh. Flashbacks. Oh shit. Social- See, that's what we were doing instead of podcasting. We were fucking playing. Wow. <laughs> fucking shit. So, so the cops do it again, uh, but, but Mom comes in, and Mum takes it over and kicks the cops out. She asks what happens, and you can see that she's a little bit of an enabler. She she just goes down and is like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, Scout to go says Nick was hysterical in the hospital seat. Yeah, he really was. He was he was funny as a bastard. He, uh, every chance you, get, you let me out, you want to open this up? You want to untie me? You want to untie me? Hey. 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 Hey,
1: Here's the thing, though. When he actually said that to... Okay in the hospital scene when she climbs on the bed with him uh what
0: Ali- the mother or the the sister the, the sister Alicia
1: Alicia when Alicia climbs on the bed with him I believed him I believed him when he was saying uh, this time I'm really I'm done after seeing that shit like his first move wasn't to go get more drugs it, like I don't think he was there to actually get drugs off of No uh, he was the
0: Calvin, yeah, he was there to see if he laced it with PCP or laced it with something that he would have hallucinated seeing the motherfucking zombie. And so, so I, so I understand that. I agree with that too. I think that would that's enough. That's something to scare you fucking straight. That's something to be like, shit, what the fuck's going on? I don't want to ever deal with that ever again. Like it, like. You you bring your girlfriend to go get high. Or at least for a while, at least until it all settles in. Because, yeah. like, once he gets used to it, once you're used to fucking walking dead and running around, then he'll get back into the heroin.
1: You wake up and there's a two-by-four sticking out of her side while she's eating the face off of someone after apparently possibly eating the throat out of someone mm-hmm. else.
0: Yeah, that's... A- yeah,
1: I don't want to get high.
0: No, not really re- i mean me may- i personally i'd want to get high after seeing something like that but that's I mean, just- i've seen shit
1: far less psychotic than that and it makes me not want to get high no more
0: <laughs> yeah i hear you i hear you. John, johnny rico says i like how the mom's giving orders to the cops to get the hell out she's a guidance counselor you don't fuck with those people they, they, they're they're targeted into all of our subconscious fears and desires because they got at us at an early age to be like you're gonna be nothing unless you listen to my guidance Fucking no!
1: Hey, I, I, bravo, mom. Get the fuck out. Yes, yeah, sh- like what? That's just that. All that represents is more problems for your for the one you you care about most of the time. I'd say ninety percent of the time, getting getting the court system involved creates more problems than it than it solves. You, so of course, kick them out. Don't give a fuck if he was high. You got hit by a car. Get the fuck out of here. You didn't do nothing wrong.
0: Scout Dakota says, yeah, Joe, I believed him, too. I guess when you see someone chomping on someone's neck, it can change you. Terror Chan says, I doubt they'll, uh, they'll ever address his addiction again. I, I tend to agree with that, too. I, I think at least for a while now, his addiction will be on the back burner. And oh, no, 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 no. Do you think they're constantly going to be dealing with the addiction? I think
1: that it is going to be a major a plot point throughout. It, I mean, even if he doesn't want to get high going to want to get high there's going to be things that he does that are going to be addict behavior throughout
0: yeah fair enough that unless it depends how long we jump through time if we jump like a couple months in the next episode if we're like 30 days or 60 days we'll see
1: him we'll see him with the with the you know on the run and they're hiding out somewhere and he finds some or he's not looking or he finds some oxycontins or we're going to have we're going to have at least one episode where they have to drag his high fucking knotted off body out of some place.
0: I have a feeling it's going to be dealt with a lot. I, 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 always, I look for excuses to bring up Lost sometimes. But I think this is actually a good excuse. Like, if anyone's seen Lost, the Charlie arc and how they handled his story, I think they'll probably use elements of things like that. Like, it'll always be there. He'll be all right for a while. But as long as that character's alive, whenever drugs show up somewhere in the world, he'll be like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> He'll be there. He'll be there. <laughs> if there's drugs if there are
1: somewhere. drugs. He'll there he be there. Be. Where there are needles, our man will be there. Oh,
0: Tara there. Chan says, I, no, I meant they won't drop it. They'll address it often. Okay, so yeah, you... Yeah, yeah,
1: Agreed.
0: It, it's hard to go tur- cold turkey. Nick will suffer withdrawals and Alicia will nurse him through it. <laughs> I, I agree that will probably happen. And I think I think him going through these withdrawal symptoms, that's going to help the process. That's going to help the process of the family bonding over that and just going through this whole... Thing together is going to be interesting and i someone said it earlier the stepmom or not the stepmom the the mother of travis's kid the girl from orange is the new black she is she's dead and then he's going to need to get to his kid and then that other kid's joining the family or joining the joining the zombie squad so uh so yeah. the uh,
1: no i think that kid's dead i thought we saw a preview of that kid getting ripped apart did we got bit I... on the
0: foot Ooh. I might have missed that
1: I think I saw that kid get or he had an injury to his foot and they're making us believe that it's a bite or something
0: so so Nick I love what and then Madison comes in kicks the cops out she asks what happened Nick says uh, that LA is not a pedestrian friendly place which I thought was a really funny line I, I think when I enjoyed Nick's performances uh, performance a lot tonight I thought especially when he was playing up funny and playing up the wise assness like in the scenes with him with the cops and I so thought he was a little too uh yeah that a little that's what when he played up the I'm a crazy addict because he just doesn't I mean he did get hit by a car so I understand the limp yeah right
1: he put he wouldn't be was laying there in the hospital I'm like okay there's an IV with blood going through it there's no, like feeding.
0: He wouldn't tempering. be moving.
1: Like, he's got a lot of fucking weird shit going on with the, with those with that stuff, and he's in restraints for forty eight hours. For forty eight hours, they had this kid in restraints.
0: <laughs> Scout says it's going to take time to go through withdrawals. Right? Uh, it seems I weird stress that... that they did not have this kid in restraints for
1: forty eight hours.
0: It was like twenty four hours at best, right? No, tw- it was two days. It was two or days. It was
1: it was at least a, it was at least 24 hours, and like there's no, maybe two hours, maybe 45 minutes.
0: Are, are they giving him? Uh, are they giving him methadone and shit? Are they giving him anything to curb his withdrawal symptoms? They
1: might be, but that stuff is
0: locked up too and alarmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Dakota says, "Oh, Joe, that's wishful thinking. That kid will live to torture me." Uh, uh, Carmine says the one thing I hate about AMC is how the fucking previews make the next episode look so goddamn good But it turns out it was never really that good Don't trust AMC's previews that they especially do that with The Walking Dead Joe and I were talking about that with the season six preview for uh, for the Walking Dead season We're like, oh look at this this I bet all of that's just the first episode and the rest of the season is yeah. going to be them talking about it
1: You yeah. know that and then what they do is like after the first episode they don't just do next week They do like this season on the walking dead so that like foot injury i was just talking about might not be next week that might be in like four or five episodes down the road exactly
0: uh because they
1: uh, very typically do that with shows it's not <laughs> after the first episode it's not next week it's this season
0: no carmen this is a breaking bad podcast we're actually talking about uh but my interactions with uh <laughs> with gus. uh with gus fring in uh yesterday when he told me to get back to work issues guy Get back to work, motherfucker. <laughs> and just for a little thing, just because, yeah, I don't care about it, We're going to talk about B- Better Call Saul. Little piece of information. I asked him directly, would you ever be on Better Call Saul? And he said, you know what? I would, but not for one episode. The only way I would do it is if they promised me a multi-episode arc so I could explore my history of my character a little more. I would not do it just for one episode, but I would do it if they did an arc. And if they were willing to do a whole series about my character, I'd be willing to fucking do that too, he said. I'm so ready for that. So, for whatever it's worth, he did say that, and I have it all on tape. That will be posted on the channel at some point as an interview. We got uh, an audio and video of that. So, <laughs> I also got to talk to uh, to D, uh, Tasha Yar from Star from Star Trek. And, <laughs> who else? And uh, who else? Who else did I talk to? Uh, fuck it, I don't uh, know. What do you call it? Uh, someone from someone from fucking Lost. And I talked to Bob from The Walking Dead. Will Will. Will you be having any of these on a, on your YouTube page? Yeah, I will be posting all of them at some point, or we'll do a podcast where we play some of them. Awesome. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking. I love you. I don't mind any of your motherfucking comments, buddy. Keep them coming. I love I you, know, buddy. Whatever they are. no keep keep it coming i love it my friend anyways so nick says uh nick tells his mom this is why you're watching this so you don't have to watch this shitty episode it's much better listening to us talk about it than watching it fuck that so so nick tells his mom that la is not a pedestrian friendly city she asked why he's restrained and uh he said i hurt myself (laughs) nick says
1: hola um crack addicts don't look good. You do have that right. It's our heroin addicts that look is, beautiful. Is that is that's true?
0: Is it, come on, no. I agree with her, 100%. He would not look that fucking pretty. That boy is so pretty. He's the prettiest heroin addict ever. I think he's new new to the heroin. You think, don't think it's been no, long. he's I been a junkie his whole, year. oh, so, wh- okay, he was, what was he doing before? He was just, like, sniffing, Everything. A
1: drinking, coke, whatever, he's, you know, he, what, uh, did, what did, I, I don't know, how many people do we know that have been, oh, uh, okay, but doing, they look like shit now, dude, come on, but they look like shit, yeah, I mean, the shirt was super white for having woke up in a fucking, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> is he, is he, uh, does like
1: he a have a fucking church?
0: Is he the fucking opposite of Daenerys, and he has a contract that every shirt he wears has to show his abs? Is he going to be one of those guys, like he, every shirt's going to be one of those, one of those uh, button shirts, and they're not button? Do I have to be? Do I have to be watch his glistening chest every week? You do. You awesome, do. cool. I'm I'm happy now.
1: To distract you from his Johnny Depp good looks,
0: he's a he's a pretty boy. He is a pretty boy. Can can he get can he get killed? Can we see him die quick, or do? Uh, But he's probably lasting a long time. He's going to join the main walking deck. I think he is. I mean, one, one thing you know about crackheads or
1: addicts, they are survivors. Yeah.
0: I guess when I, I guess visually when I think about it, it's something like Requiem for the Dreams uh, set the standard for like the realism in that when it comes down yeah, to it at some point. That was an amazing movie. So, that
1: an, that's one of my favorite
0: movies. So, when you see someone like this that looks so healthy when doing it, and I, and I guess we can say, like like somebody said, I, a Melody said, I agree, he's new, so he's not too far gone. He's he's not emanci- emanci- emancipated. He's not. He's not emanciated yet. He, like, didn't they say he? He's eighteen. He's eighteen. Yeah. So I, he's still got that. He's still got the youth to be able to do that shit. I guess. Like, I think he's been
1: in in the heroin for about a year. That's what I think. Okay. okay. You know, well, you, your your family could throw you in a couple of rehabs over mm-hmm. that year. Okay, I'll go,
0: I'll go with that, Joe. I'll accept it. Uh, we'll accept that. <laughs> we'll accept it. Okay, he's a new junkie. New junkie. It just seemed like he'd been at rehab a bunch of times. So it's... And, and
1: here's the thing. They also made it seem like he just recently over the last couple of days had disappeared and they didn't know where he was. So it's possible, too, that he had just gotten out of a rehab and had been clean for a little while. And he does say to Travis at one point, you know, hey. I, yeah, uh,
0: I mean it every time. I mean it
1: every time. Every time, yeah. So he might have meant it. And then he, you know, this chick he meets up with and they're like, hey, let's go fucking party. And hell." You know, Gloria, <laughs> yeah. G-L-O-R-I. I really want to stick it. I know how to. In my arm, so. I know how to spell it, motherfucker. Gloria, G L O R I A.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we need to get the number. His fucking drug dealer. So, so we can all look as pretty as him. He takes the he takes the heroin that makes you pretty. Yeah. Quick side story: I once was in a class. That, it was like a performing type class, and there was this girl that like had the worst summer. Like she got involved with this like really bad guy that that started. She started taking drugs, and she lost like thirty pounds and looked all emaciated. Emanci- and she was just like so skinny. She got into the class and performance, and this teacher looked at her and she goes, "He goes, wow, you finally look good enough to be a leading performer." <laughs> and, uh, uh. So, so she took that pretty heroin too. That made her, that made her look good and. Uh, it, and now she's a teacher. God bless America. So Nick great. so Nick says he won't go back to rehab. And he tells Travis that uh, no, you, no, no, no. you can't do anything for me, Travis. You're not my dad. Nick says to leave him alone. Travis uh, calls, calls for a minute and then his phone rings and he walks off. Alicia asks Travis. Well,
1: the, the chick, says, chick says, yeah, he's not either one of our, like, what's he got to do with it? She gets all snooty.
0: Yeah, th- this is when uh, stay out of it. Alicia gets a little snooty. And she asks Travis, is he glad he moved in to deal with all this crap? So so then he gets on the phone and it's uh, Liza, his ex, and he calls and they, he says uh, that he wants to talk to his kid and he's going to have his kid. This is the stuff that I sort of rolled my eyes on and in my notes I just said, bullshit I don't care about, bullshit I don't care about, bullshit, 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 Liza. This is the May-
1: stuff the show wants to explore, though, with this. Family dynamics.
0: I, I understand that, but I think it's clearly established right away in that first scene when they're in the hospital room interacting and doing all that bullshit. I don't think we need to hammer it in from every end. Oh, they have this, like, really weird, unique family. Like, I get it. I I understand it. Right off the bat, I just think it got a little bit too... Here's this stuff that's not going to matter in an epi- a moment from na- now. Let's let's care all about this. Tra- like the kid was saying. Yeah, it's yeah exactly, and he was our voice, and I'm glad we had him. We had uh, Nick saying that none of this is gonna matter. Your your way of life is over.
1: No, no, it was the other. It was the other kid that said that. What was his name? Uh, that he, went into school with the knife he was like yeah oh um uh, yeah going. none of us are going to college dude right it's it, done seven states <laughs> reports out of seven different states he's been watching the internet he's
0: the seer joe he's the he's like ragnar Lothbrook, <laughs> you you will ride into it you will you will marry a bull and eat a dinosaur ragnar <laughs> Eat a dinosaur. <laughs> i don't know i'm sorry i just i i just couldn't think of something to say and i turned and looked at my jurassic park poster <laughs> Tara Chan says most people really love Nick I think he's going to be the overrated character of the series similar to Daryl in the way but he's good but not like that go that good, that go <laughs> we also have, us sorry, jumping into the chat oh gosh, I'm so uh, pe- pe- the pizza face boy we'll call him The show's about family dynamics, not zombies. Oh, fuck, I'm done. I go, I go, ha, 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 ha. I hear hear that the show is about, at least at the beginning, is about the family dynamics. But that's one of the minor things, again, that kind of, at a certain moment, bother me. But I like how they dictated in the episode. Like, when they drove past the scene that was going on, uh, stopping the traffic, I'm like, I don't want to go with the family. I want to see what's going on at the scene. I'm glad we I thought it was
1: kind of, like, aggressive. Most people would have just been, like, oh, fucking traffic
0: and just sat there
1: but i mean they're right next to an exit ramp too so they were lucky i probably would have been like fuck this i ain't joe
0: i've been in traffic coming home from concerts with you and you definitely don't just sit there you're like (laughs) fuck this fuck you beep the horn pretend we have a pregnant woman in the car put put this put this under your put this under your shirt pretend you're pregnant or need to go to an ambulance I don't think i've
1: never gone that
0: far you i've been in cars where you flash the light oh wait no i'm sorry we've been in a car with someone that flashes lights at people to get them to move
1: i think i taught him that
0: yeah i'm pretty sure so liza makes uh liza makes chris take the phone travis says it's his weekend and chris says uh he's four you're four to me i don't want to hang out with you and nick says it's it's uh, whatever. My weekend. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. I, I don't really care. Trap- You're a stereotypical
1: divorced parent trying to get there. I hate you, mommy, daddy, to come for the weekend.
0: Yeah. I, I, I was rolling my eyes
1: at it a little bit. So- Listen, kid, it was either I leave the house and continue to love you or kill your mother, kill you, bury <laughs> you both in the backyard, pretend like you just disappeared. So. <laughs> Get your fucking bag packed and get over to my house for this weekend.
0: <laughs> so so ultimately it ends up that Madison comes out of Nick's room. She says she has a college counseling today and she needs to find Nick a new facility. Uh, she's really upset about this whole situation. But Travis is a good guy. He says he'll stay with Nick at the hospital. He says he loves her. And uh, then they have this cool little interaction where she's like, uh, don't get mushy on me. And then he goes, are you throwing up in your mouth a little bit? We get to see a cool a little just a little we get to see the cool dynamic that the two of them have and I think they did a good job in a couple of moments in this episode of establishing why these two are in love and w- or especially what she loves about him not and only they,
1: they have a bit, it's also established that they haven't been living together long yeah. either because the daughter says to him on his way out with to make the phone or to answer the phone aren't you glad you moved in and he kind of gives a little look um so they haven't been living together long it's still a relatively newish relationship
0: Exactly. Ex- ex- so they go back to uh they go to the school and they find Nick. It, they uh Travis is okay. They oh, sorry I'm uh I'm getting lost in my notes and I'm just like fuck this. What the hell's going on here? Eliza's doing this shit. I don't know these characters well enough, so their names are kind of not familiar to me. When I I have to like think about which person's saying what.
1: Yeah, we don't get the episodes in advance. So we don't have much time to prepare with notes and everything. I and, wish
0: I had spoiling. You send me. I I won't. I won't spoil that shit. Send me the episodes earlier. I'll totally spoil it. Don't ever send me AMC, shit. AMC. I would never. Don't ever. AMC. Don't fucking ever send me anything. I I could not keep it to myself. i I'm, I'm horrible at that shit. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I could. I'm just, I'm, I'm bullshitting. So Travis says he'll stay with Nick at the hospital. He says he loves her and they say this stupid shit. They hug. And, uh, so, and then the, the girls leave. Travis goes back into Nick's room and Alicia goes in the car and she plugs in her headphones as, as, uh, Madison tries to talk to her. Your brother's going to be okay. And, uh, you could, and then you get a feeling for Alicia right off the bat. She says, well, at least while he's restrained, uh, you can't just send him away like we were younger he's he's an adult now he basically she just basically tells the truth listen he, he he's responsible for himself you can't just keep baby him like this if you keep well, doing
1: in, in certain states in this state anyway you, you can you can you can still put he's 18 yeah he's think he's an adult whatever you can there are avenues you can take through <laughs> to get someone into rehab and everything or if you can get him into the hospital a doctor if they had psychovaldom might
0: have been able to uh, put him on a unit for a little while.
1: (laughs) But for the most part, She's right.
0: <laughs> you, guys, you guys are cracking me up in the chat. Terry Chen says, oh, Nick was the best character by far. I liked him. I was talking about Daryl. And then Scott Dakota says, there was way too much family shit. I thought I was watching Dr. Phil sometimes. Terry Chen also says, if AMC did tell me that, I'd, I'd be forced to share. By contract with you guys, my listeners, I definitely have to share. That's why they, That's why don't send me this. I'd have to tell all you guys. Johnny Rico says, oh, I want to see Dr. Phil as a zombie. Uh, Scott Dakota says, Phil, don't bother remembering their names. Most of them will be dead soon anyway. Right, (laughs) Doctor Phil as a zombie would actually be pretty interesting. (laughs) Oh, come on, sir, come on. (laughs) I wonder if we'll get a Bill Murray scene. (laughs) That would that would be interesting. He he will do anything now. He's gonna be in the Ghostbusters reboot. He did Garfield. He did do Garfield. Do you know he thought he didn't know what he was signing on for? He thought he thought one of the real Coen brothers were were doing the movie. He was like, oh, I thought uh, I thought I was doing a Coen brothers movie.
1: Well, that's one of the jokes in Zombieland USA when they come across him. Uh, He's like, oh, what are your any any regrets?
0: He says, maybe Garfield. yeah. Yeah. So Alicia says he's an adult, but and he's worse now. But Madison says he just needs to get the junk out of his system. Like again, like they've done this before. They pull up the high school and they go inside. Artie, the densest person, who again is just fodder. Uh, de- you're dead soon. Her boss greets her and asks if she's okay. And we think,
1: and it, and it definitely builds us the tension. Oh wait, oh no, never mind.
0: Yeah, that's not till later. So uh, so she she fills him in on what's going on with Nick and. Uh, and says that someone will take Travis's class. He is, uh, he's going to be up at the hospital. So the metal detector goes off as they're in the front of the thing. And this is where Artie, go- Artie runs over and we meet that kid. The-, the soothsayer that is the crazy person that is going to make her start to question whether her son might be right here. That character. Uh, is Tobias. How does Tobias know this? What has Tobias seen so far? We don't know that. He's a, he's, a, he's a paranoid internet troll that reads all crazy news articles all night and gives himself analysis paralysis reading about all this shit. So he knows what's going on here. Yep. So, so uh, he checks. Got finger on the pulse. Madison kind of saves his ass and says, oh, you got 77 cents in your pocket. That's what's going she on. She puts here.
1: her hand in one pocket, feels the knife and takes, takes her hand out empty, leaves it in like. She makes it look like she searched his pockets a little bit, and like the principal is there doing this. How big is this? Like really? They don't have like guards that are actually going to pat she, him down. Oh, they just check the pockets. Joe, and that's we've him?
0: established early on in this series that LA is a very small place. Yeah. This Los Angeles place is very small. I know I've never been to this place, but I imagine it's it sounds like a tiny place. It's not. It's a very small city. It's it's well, well. There's well, only- <laughs>
1: Well, teacher, I didn't bring the knife here for whittling. I brought it here so I could rape you with it. Rah! should have attacked her in her office with it. Like, really? I just don't understand. Like, you have this there for a reason. And like...
0: For, uh, I, I'm going to j- jump. We have to... Jessica says, We have to trust the creators to provide an equal quality show. However, it's extremely difficult to not overly compare and project our feelings and loyalties to the original Walking Dead crew. Uh, this reminds me of the constant comparison and complaints about True Detective Season 1 versus Season 2. I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm trying to view this show as its own thing. There and is. and for whatever whatever complaints I have, it aren't necessarily comparing to, uh, to, especially not to the start of the original, or of Season 1 of The Walking Dead, where that was it, a completely different thing. We're starting within the zombie apocalypse, coming from a different perspective. I, I don't think, it. and I'll say this about the show. Watching this, I didn't once think about uh, the i did, the main series the, no i wasn't either i thought i thought this show i thought amc did didn't do Fear of the Walking Dead a favor when you put the Talking Dead episode before the premiere of this, and all they do in that Talking Dead episode is talk about season six of The Walking Dead. You can't help most people couldn't help but compare because they talk so much about season six of The Walking Dead. And oh, and by the way, we're also going into the premiere. But as of the show itself, I think the show does a great job of having a completely different tone. And And I think that was probably the strongest suit of it, especially when we got into the way all the zombie stuff was shot. It felt it felt in that sense. I felt more tension than I have in the walk on on the regular Walking Dead since season one of The Walking Dead. I had that like, oh, my gosh. I had that on my edge on the edge feel a couple of times. And I like how they did all of that. (laughs) I'm kidding. L.A. is huge. I'm, I'm totally still totally bullshitting. L.A. says, "Really? How small is East L.A.? That's where this is. How close to the other section? L.A. is pretty fucking big. It's in every and things are pretty fu- spread out in L.A. as well.
1: It's, and that's the thing. It is. It's very spread
0: out. Yeah, L.A. is a very spread out place. It's it's pretty fucking huge. It, so. Empty exactly so madison pulls him into a private room and asks him to hand it over and she pulls out the knife out of his hand is she really doing this kid a favor i mean i guess if she knows in general he's a good kid and she can't understand why a good kid would have a knife she was trying yeah, I, it,
1: it really made it seem like she knows who this kid is she's talked with this kid he's come to her with problems um but no I, he did, she did not do this kid a favor so yeah, you don't she... take someone's weapon away in this fucking apocalypse. That is not doing them a favor. <laughs> Taking that weapon away, sure, maybe that's not going to help you. You need to read better reports see some better videos because what the fuck is that knife gonna do yeah
0: what's it? that kid think he's gonna do with it plus we've got this we've we've no i think they did a great job of this establishing this in this episode with how strong these zombies are because the human flesh is so strong in them so it's harder to kill them than the ones that we see in in the main walking dead series so yep. a, so the, these zombies are extra what are you gonna do with that fucking knife kid what are you Death good bodies you're gonna get yourself killed you bet you're best to run the numbers are still even enough now that go to an island and lock off that island kill everybody else on the island and then you're safe i'm a horrible person so he (laughs) so he's got a knife in his hand she asks, what's up he says nothing he says it's just for uh whittling some wood she asks if dominic is bothering him and i don't give a shit about dominic because i'm never gonna see dominic so who gives a shit about this bully dominic she asks again about the knife and threatens to expel him. He says, it's safer in numbers. She says, from what? And then he says, no one's going to college. No one's doing anything that they think they're doing. She's like, what the fuck you mean? He goes, give me my knife back. <laughs> and she goes, no, and locks it in the desk. And Tobias says, there are reports in five states, a virus, a microbe, and it's a poison water, and it's spreading, and people are killing. Madison says, listen authorities would tell them if there was a real problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Come on. Authorities, I I, I gotta tell you. Knife to the back of the head, Joe. Shit, A
1: a big storm is coming and they say evacuate the city and there's mass fucking chaos and they can barely handle it. You're gonna tell the country that... And this is
0: LA. Right,
1: this would... The place would burn. There would be mass riots and looting for not, even though it would make... the amount of deaths at at the, at the Walmart selling guns and stuff. This would be the worst thing the government could do is tell people what was about to happen.
0: Richie says Tobias equals Eugene. I I can see that. I also think, uh, what's her name? Uh, Alicia is going to end up being a little Eugene ish in the sense of the intelligence factor and having that or being able to help them with some, you know, like sciencey buildy type crap. Uh, Good one, Richie. Jessica says, I think the show is trying to depict the perfect guidance counselor paired with the perfect teacher, trying to have the perfect blended family just to magnify yeah. the blow of the appending doom. Good, good, very yes. good point. Lola says, Okay, guys, time for me to rum. Work is waiting. See you guys. Lola, thank you so much. Can't wait. At the beginning of the season, we're gonna be on a lot more. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Lola. Have a great night. Thank you. Oh shit. So let's continue here. Uh, Madison says the authorities would tell them for sure. But I agree with you, Joe. And I think if we've learned anything from 24, it's we don't we don't want the people to know yet we, or die hard. Or... Thing. <laughs> if they're all going to die. We're all going to die. And they're all going to die if you tell
1: them or don't tell them. But if you tell them and they all end up killing each other and you can absolutely have a collapse of government in California, and then you end up stopping this thing, in it's tracks somehow, or it stops, then you have chaos on your hands. So you don't tell them. You don't tell people. You know, Keep that shit to yourself. You call your family, say pack a bag, head north, head to the where the, it's the absolute coldest possible
0: place you can get to and still survive. So they move slow so you can see them coming easier? Is that why you go cold? That's And there's no people there. That's true. That's true. I get. (laughs) So you go south. You go. You try to get to Antarctica. Is that is that your goal? Is that your first? Or north from where I'm living right now. We go to. We go. We pack it up and we try to go to the north. We try to hang out with Santa.
1: Yeah. Essentially, that's what we try to do.
0: Try to get a small island. Small island. The
1: island, I believe, you said it before, and I was going to say this, but you brought it up again, so now I'm going to have to say it. An island is going to offer you false sense of security in the apocalypse, because. When they start washing up on shore in the nighttime, it's true. Or they see your fire from far away, or whatever the case is, you you have no real protect. You have some protection, <laughs> but they might be able to walk on the water, float across the water.
0: Jessica has a good point, Joe. You don't want to do that. No, no, no. Then they become white walkers. Oh, ah, shit. No! <laughs> yeah. Uh, bring some valerian steel yeah, with you. Ex- you need also to bring... Stainless works as well. Exactly. <laughs> you, need, you need to, like, wolverine yourself up with valerian steel claws. You know, look like- Yeah. Uh. I'm you, still going north. It depends
1: <laughs> on which which of the apocalypse we're talking about. You
0: building? Yeah, you building a magic wall. You're getting some uh, the children of the forest to I'm help you build. Not building a hard home out of wood. So so he, so he asks if he can go to class, and she tells him to go on. Alicia heads outside to where some guys are airbrushing some art in the wall, and we we see her with her boyfriend, and we establish that she's very very smart in this scene because uh, her boyfriend says, "You never go to class, and you get straight A's. How do you do that? I'm just smart." So we see Nick waking up from a a nightmare to find Travis sitting by his bed. He asked Nick uh, what he saw, and and he asked him if it was all hallucination. Nick says, you know, I'd like to think it was a fucking hallucination, but I've done drugs for a long goddamn time. I've done a lot of drugs, and trust me, this has never happened before. Yeah. And that's that's when you trust a drug addict in that situation. Here's the thing. Like, I can— yeah, did, while while you're thinking about what to say, Joe, Jessica, I did. Jessica said, "Did you notice in a couple of scenes when they showed the zombies, they focused on bright blue eyes? I totally noticed that at one point when they show who is it that was dead on the ground. They focused it on it. It looked like a uh, looked like looked like a white instead of See, a.
1: I thought I thought Gloria had yellowy eyes.
0: It, I forget who it was. It was someone that they showed. It looked real. They looked really like white walkery, and I was like, I was like, holy shit! They got blue glowing eyes. What the fuck is that?" <laughs>
1: Maybe that. I think that one had blue eyes.
0: Maybe uh, Carmine asks, "What if you built fortifications around the island in the World War Z book? Apparently, zombies there can swim. I recall a part when they tried escaping yes. in a sub, and they could hear they could uh, hear the zombies knocking on the up outside of the, the sub. Sun.
1: And yep. and they climbed up the and and also they made a boat city in World War Z book. And they climbed up the chains on the
0: boats. And in cheesiness, also, we've been established in uh, Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan, that Jason can walk from Crystal Lake on the bottom of or bottom of the ocean. There's
1: also a, a, a John Leguizamo zombie movie where they walk underneath the water to Manhattan. Okay. And so- then start using guns. And if you remember season one, they would use rocks against the windows to get into the department store. One of them started climbing the ladder.
0: T- Tara Chan says she says speaking of that I don't think they'll ever refer to them as walkers it tends to be a thing that is different from group to group That that is uh, that they all call them different things this is one of those little fun facts about the walking dead that that a lot of people have noticed and that I didn't put in that list thing but it's They've never once said the word zombie on this series, and in fact, they say on the television series that the zombie movies have never existed in that world, so no one knew what to expect by that situation. I I think that's a little bit extra of a stretch to be like, no zombie movies ever. The, The Night of the Living Dead never happened in our universe either, so these people are all dumb. Ha ha. Yeah. Fuck you. So what did happen in that universe? Then you could just say, you know what else didn't happen? We never invented fucking... Uh, I don't know. We never invented uh, microwave ovens. I, I don't know. I was, I was trying to think of something funny. I couldn't think of something funny, but... I reached back, Joey. There was nothing there. In that universe, cops don't like donuts. They like cannolis. Cannolis. Yeah. Keep Drop the gun. Keep the cannolis. <laughs> in the first season of the... Uh, Carbine says, in the first season of The Walking Dead, didn't the zombies use a rock to break a roof where Murrow was? I assume the Walking Dead zombies retain their intelligence a bit before they continue to rot. I think that was just bad directing or bad... uh, Communication to the extras of what the zombies can and cannot do they were still establishing that because someone else said a comment like that about are these zombies gonna show the same kind of dexterity and smarts there was also a scene in season one where maybe they do because there was this that part in season one where Morgan's wife knows the house and she keeps going and tries, to the, the, and tries the doorknob. So, so I guess that hasn't been established enough. How much people keep some elements of their of their mind or are unable to reason certain things, and and it's going to be interesting to see how much we, if any, we learn about that in this prequel series as it's developing. Yes, zombies can swim. Someone says uh, maybe they'll actually call themselves zombies in this. May, maybe someone will finally say it. I, I think they might have said it in the in the uh, comic series. I'm trying to remember. Uh, someone told me. I, I I think I I think I heard somewhere that they said it like once in the in the uh, comic series. No, <laughs> uh, this uh this is uh, all zombie apocalypses. Ex- all zombie apocalypses exist in alternate universes. Maybe they'll actually call them zombies as long as they don't turn it into uh, the strain. <laughs> But I do think it's weird that in, because in I'm remembering that rooftop scene now. That one zombie was like picking up a rock to break in the roof. That Merle was waiting up there. So no, it was
1: to break in the department store door that they were all like inside. So Merle was on the roof of that building. So again. did
0: it? Did that take him like a like a week to come up with that idea? Or did does it? You know, how long do they? Do their minds just work that slow that that after a long period of time they can figure out things like that? just as on instinctual level it's it's it's, it'll be interesting to explore that
1: (laughs) because at that point too atlanta's already fallen
0: i hope in the next uh i hope in george r R. martin's next book he explores this he explores inside the zombie mind uh the whole loved one pres uh uh, maybe they will actually call them zombies to link to the real world Character says no they take place in the same universe Uh, The level one premise, I mean. Carmine said, I did a video of this and people ripped me apart calling them zombies kind of ruin it because zombie movies exist exist in that universe. They would have been prepared considering you can buy zombie survival kits on eBits. Oh, I guess that makes sense then. I see why they did it. It is a...
1: You, you you buy? Did you buy your zombie survival kit? How are those how, those band aids going to help you out? That thirteen foot long rope they threw in there for you that's going to help too. Make sure you keep that with you. You'll use that once. Like I mean, there's who buys that? You that's a novelty gift for someone. Like my zombie survival kit better come with a fucking machete, a shotgun, <laughs> you know, like, Daryl's crossbow, an armored freaking car, like
0: body armor.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body armor. Thank you. Like, the, like a, a month's worth of rations. Okay,
0: that's an interesting question, though, Joe. With all the a stuff, radio. with all the stuff in our world, with all the media and everything like that, and all the movies that we've had about the zombie apocalypse. If shit really went down right now, do you think people would just fall into a mass hysteria, or do you think people would feel? Yeah, people would lose their shit.
1: It would be- I absolutely lose their shit. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't. I don't have a gun. I personally don't own a gun.
0: That's a good That's a good thing.
1: And it probably is. It prob- <laughs> it's a very good thing until the zombie apocalypse because now suddenly I need to go get a gun. So I'm going to have to go do that. There's multiple ways to do that. I can pick one up off of someone who's already died. I can fight someone for... the bears who's already alive i can go to the (laughs) store and try to buy one which suddenly they're going to cost thousands of dollars why who knows because money's not going to be worth anything in a month and then if i do manage to buy one or at least beat my way to the front of the line and not get shot by someone else who just wants another fucking gun you know like a gun needs to be in your survival
0: kit. Okay, Tara, cha- Tara Chan says about, uh, about some of the stuff in the early season, I'd say it was just bad directing, no zombie intelligence, the series wasn't as fleshed out, the directors weren't as familiar with the material. Johnny Rico says a zombie survival kit that does not include Daryl is no survival kit. Carl says, what about <laughs> zombies climbing on fences and the little girl that Rick shot in the first episode that was carrying a doll? Uh, yep. Katana in the survival survival kit jessica says carol's in my back pocket and scout also says my zombie kit needs Darlene. igor popping in and out to say quick hi good to see you my friend welcome welcome uh jessica says sounds like any old black friday say it to, to me joe
1: so so there's a, a game i've played before it's it's pick your three your your movie star your weapon and your song that's constantly playing in the background
0: about what? What is this so game?
1: Apocalypse. Is
0: this um, married? Married bang, Kill? Is that? What we're yep.
1: you, you get to choose one weapon, okay. one one celebrity or person, and then one song. <laughs> for what the zombie apocalypse
0: one song to, okay one song, that's
1: all you get one
0: song. can i pick an audiobook or something? everybody's dying and you want more songs no, yeah that's, yeah do i have one song i'm gonna no, go fucking you, you crazy found an ipod with enough juice and only one song on it i, I want the i want an audiobook no
1: nope, you don't get it
0: uh, then i pick like met uh echoes by pink floyd because it's a fucking 45 minute song or some shit like that <laughs> It's the longest fucking song. Celebrity, I don't know, uh, a, a, a good, preferably a good-looking woman. One,
1: see, my, I, I would have chosen like a samurai sword, and then uh, it, it was either going to be Lucy Liu or Jet Li.
0: Could I kick young Jamie Lee Curtis because she's pretty? Because like
1: she's good, she's good with the screaming.
0: Yeah, she, she or she could like slash some fucking
1: people. I I need uh, yeah no preferably and then and then the song i've i've gone back and forth
0: carmine says back in black acdc that that's a good one that would be a good good, that would definitely be a great song and guys if you haven't already haven't checked out uh red team review channel please check out that channel give him a subscription his shit is fucking amazing so check out his stuff uh any hot female celebrity who who would be cool with anal that that's (laughs) (laughs) that's Scout says, Morgan, Morgan, stick thing, and we are the champions. (laughs) Carmine. Carmine drops the mic on that one. Bam. (laughs) Carmine wins the game, guys. (laughs) I will say, let's just pretend Scarlett Johansson says yes to that question. Uh, Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Please do not subscribe to Carmine's channel. He has too many subscribers. He doesn't want you guys. (laughs) Tara Chan says, "All us boys are thinking with our dicks." I, I know. Okay, fine. For celebrity, I'd bring a, a live Bruce Lee. Because I think well, he. That's be-
1: why I'm. Lee. It's either Jet and then I think, well, maybe Lucy Liu might know some shit. She's had to train at least a little bit for movies. Why?
0: Because she Why? Because she was in Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> you, okay, you're right. And Charlie's Angels, because she's a Charlie's Charlie Angel. <laughs> she's one of his angels. Uh. oh my gosh you guys are fucking cracking me up so 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 nick wakes up from his nightmare he asks nick what he saw he thought it was a hallucination he likes to think nick says maybe he's losing it and travis says uh well that's what the psychological evaluation does you don't don't think you're losing it until we get your evaluation he asked, right. he asked Travis to untie him, but Travis isn't as dense as the nurse we see later. And he says, no, the doctors are worried. He says, I wasn't running into traffic. I wasn't running into traffic. I was running away from something. Right. Th- then he says, he says, Gl- he says Gl- Gloria, says, "Gloria, girly knows. Oh, shit. Uh, and he stops. He tells Travis that there's a church in the junkie uh, commune. And he says, you go and you buy and you can go do your drugs there. He says Gloria was with him when he scored. Then he, when he woke up and when he finally went down in his high, and he, when he woke up, everyone was dead. There was blood all over this her mouth. Uh, then he, she came at him and she was eating people and it was fucking disgusting. And Travis uh, tells Nick that, well, you're, the drugs are talking. And Nick says, I'm not sure. This didn't come from the H. It came from my mind. And if it's coming from my mind, I'm fucking insane. So this is this is the part that takes a little bit of a, a suspension of disbelief a little bit here, that Travis just immediately figures out what church they're talking about here. He just rolls down and understands, you know, whoa, oh, okay, that, that, you mean, uh, I, I mean, I guess it could be the only church in the druggy neighborhood that he knows Nick frequents, so I guess it's not that far-fetched. Exa- Terry Chan says, yes, get someone like Bruce Lee, absolutely, who could fight. And... <laughs> i know i'm sorry guys we keep fucking sidetracking here so uh we'll we'll get we'll get the business here so travis rolls to the church later he looks around he looks alone he sees the fence is chained and shut to me i said this before this was my favorite scene of the episode gloria was the girl that turned into a zombie the first zombie we see his his drug friend that is the uh the first zombie we see at the beginning of the episode so madison comes uh he finds his way through the fence and takes the flashlight in because it's very dark. Masson comes to see Nick, and we, we kind of go back and forth between these two scenes where we hear raspy breathing from the guy next to the room, who I kind of thought was going to turn into a walker, but it didn't happen. Nick's sound asleep, and Mummy's really concerned and kind of looking at him and, and tucking him in and just just giving him the Mummy attention. So Travis works his way through the church room by room, and it's a really well-built, tension, tension-filled scene. Nothing seems to. Be... Well, I
1: kept waiting for him to get attacked.
0: Me too. I kept waiting for something, but I think eventually what they did with it was even better because they just had him find just a puddle of blood and be like, "What the shit is going on here?" And yeah, the minute when you see that, you run away. But he didn't run away. He left, but he 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 took his time leaving. But I I mean, I would have got the fuck out of there the moment I saw that blood and never come back. Right. Uh there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would have said, no, we're not going back there, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm not taking you
0: there. Never. I'm never going back there again. <clears throat> there is a guy he bumps into. We get a jump scare with a crackhead who's in the room. And he says he locked himself in the bathroom. And these are the nicest crackheads in the world. They don't, they don't try to rob this guy the, This obviously has nice th- nicer things on that they need to get their fix and steal from him. No, no one tries anything. They just, they just let Travis wa- wander on through here. <clears throat> so Madison's we go back and we see Madison crying on Nick's bed uh, Travis sees a splash of blood on the wall and he yells if anyone's there he trips and he falls and slips into this huge pile of gross blood he's icked out and he runs out of there but we see no one uh, Gloria the zombie has since left and eaten or and anyone she's eaten has also become an undead and left as well so Elisa f- finds Madison tucked in bed uh, sleeping besides Nick Travis says uh, he brought her clean clothes and there's school in an hour. He tells Nick that they'll be back and they all step out. Elisa tells Nick, and this is the scene between Elisa and Nick we talked about earlier. She tells uh, Nick that, uh, well, you seem to be getting along with the new step. And uh, mom seems to be used to this whole situation because he's used to disappointment. She wheels Nick's food up to him. And it's, they're they're kind of close for brother and sister. I thought this was kind of a little bit of a close scene.
1: I was... Uh, I, first off, I didn't realize she was sitting so much on the side of the bed because of the camera angles. It looked really sick at first. Didn't it look weird at first? Well, you weren't... Okay. I With have a... Disease, f- you're, you're going a little too easy on weird. It looked... They made it look almost sexual at first.
0: Right. Okay, so it wasn't just me. It did look sex. What I'm guessing is that the actress herself is attracted to this kid and couldn't play it down, or he's attracted to her, or some, or something. There was, There's some... They didn't quite fall into brother and sister right away. It didn't feel like it. How many sisters really sit there and kind of spoon-feed their... I don't know. It was a little weird. It was a little yeah. weird. <laughs> it was... It was, sketchy, it was sketchy. It was sketchy. It was Maybe I'm sketchy for thinking it was sketchy, but it was a little sketchy. So Alicia tells. Uh, they, they talk about their mom. She wheels over the tray, sits in his bed, and uh, he says, "You think you're so perfect, and you think I'm so not." She feeds him jello, and they say, uh, "Don't. I don't compare myself to you." He said, "Cause I'm not crazy," and he says, "It's not gonna be like this anymore." And she says. Uh, I'm ending, he goes, I'm ending it by choice. And she says, okay, but you can tell she just doesn't fucking believe him. And she just walks out of there.
1: Yeah, she's heard it before. I think she almost kind of believed him.
0: She wanted to believe him. (laughs) Jessica says, thank you, Jessica, too. Thanks, Joe. So it wasn't just me. She's hot and too close for a brother and sister, especially since she claims not to be so close to him. I could have, Scout says, I could have deleted this whole stupid scene. We get it. You have a stepdad you don't like. Got it. (laughs) Yep. I I agree with that. He si- yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: And uh, and Travis waits outside for Maddie, and he says uh, the shoes were a bad choice. He says he went to the ba- pla- the bad place where Nick was getting high, and he said, and they echoed this it was the first of the two echoes of this scene of this line. He says bad things happen there. He says, Nick needs to know that what he saw might be real. But Maddie says, no, of course it wasn't real. You think, you can't enable him. You think, you think he saw people, someone eating another person? And he goes, I don't know. You didn't see what I saw. There was just piles of blood. And, and uh, this is what makes me think that the mother hasn't, th- she goes, well, people do drugs there. That was something like reminds me of my a grandmother would say. Philip, people do drugs there. It was Like.
1: Like, no shit people do drugs. I understand people get... There's scared, not going to be puddles of the fucking blood, down. yeah. You don't understand how much fucking blood this was, lady. This isn't like there were drips of blood or someone, like, wiped their hand on the wall with some blood. This was a pool of fucking blood that I fell in. I burned my clothes afterwards. I have to go get a frickin' tetanus shot, ACE IV test, hepatitis test, and every other fucking kind <laughs> of test there is out there because I fell in this shit.
0: Tara Chan says you could have deleted the whole girl character. She was so irrelevant. She had no purpose other than to be the teen girl, I, and yep. I, I, I mean, I'd like to say that I think that they're gonna, sh- they're, they're bringing her, they're making her be like this, so they can show us Carol-like growth in the sense of showing her go from one thing to go into how she's completely fueled by the world that's about to happen because it gives her a purpose or something like that because you also got a lot of her wandering like i have no purpose something like that so i think they may go that way but i tend to think that we've talked about this a lot i think two of the members of the of the main forecast are dead by the end of the season i think at least two of the of those people are going to die and i think maybe she's going
1: to be their survival throughout the whole series.
0: The four of them are our main... Gr- the
1: four of them are our main... Are our inmates. Carol,
0: Glenn, Rick, Daryl, whatever. Maybe
1: maybe they get rid of one of the two kids so that they can have the stepchild in a more diverse group. But I think they're going to kill a stepchild too.
0: See, I'd say the stepchild's dead. I I don't know. I think she's... She's just may maybe she's maybe she's fine. I just I agree with what some of the people in the chat are saying. I wasn't a I thought she was the weak link of the four.
1: The uh, the girl? Yeah, yeah, the girl. The girl. And so, they're gonna make her the strong one, I think.
0: I hope she dies though. <laughs> Bitches! Welcome, bitch! Nick's not here, but let's go chill at the desolate flop house anyway and read his books. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: I love that moment though, where they sh- she's so happy to find the book and she opens it. and It's his work's inside. You know, like, you know, here's the thing: she sees the corner
1: of what could be a book, and she leans down on. They sat down homeless, they... like ah. Oh, you gonna touch anything in that place? Are you kidding me? Ah, oh, Joe. The bugs, the dirt, the nastiness, the spunk, the blood, the. Joe, like, I won't.
0: The, I won't even like. I'm. I it. sleep in hotel beds with my clothes on, like like full clothes. Like I wear long sleep. Like I get freaked out by this. shit. I'm not even. I'm not gonna sit. going and...
1: start packing another suitcase with linens, dude.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Good, kill the kid. That works for me. So Travis, he says he went to the place. Bad stuff happens. He said Nick needs to know. She says no. He doesn't need to know. It just enables him. She says no one ate anyone, and we did, and we don't want to hear any more of this. So Travis says he wants to help, but. Helping Nick won't fix things with Chris. She kind of pulls that on him. She goes, what the fuck? Wait, where does that come from? That's quite the fucking leap. I want to help you and your drug addicted
1: son. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix the relationship with my child. You're not my father. Trying to help your child. What's wrong with you lady? I'm talking about helping your drug addicted son, not repairing the relationship of my bitch of a fucking kid who hates me. Big difference. Like, where did this leap come from? She wasn't even involved in that other conversation earlier. She didn't overhear it, nothing. We didn't hear them even talk about it. <laughs> like, quite the fucking leap. Like, really? Like, you're kind of deep for a high school guidance counselor to just jump right there.
0: <laughs> like, what the fuck? She's, a, she's counseling him. She, she's getting inside. She's doing what guidance counselors do best. Bra- you see
1: the, role the high school Whatever. Whatever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You you understand me so well. It was one of those like you understand me so well. Congratulations. Fuck. Like I just thought that was
1: quite the fucking leap. I didn't. I didn't quite understand it.
0: (laughs) So she kisses. Where did that even come from? She kisses him goodbye and she and Elisa take off. Travis comes back upstairs to check on Nick and asks if he needs anything and says the shrink will come and see him today. He tells Nick he's sorry and Nick says, eh, it's nothing new. Nick says he wants to get clean and Travis says it means, he says, you mean it? Do you mean it? And Nick says, I always do. So Alicia skips class again to hang out with Matt and they talk about missing each other. When, and this was one, this to me was the worst scene in the entire episode where this, this was very much you're talking to a dead man. You're, everything that happened in this scene symbolized that her boyfriend's dead very, 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 very soon. And I was just like, oh, God. She skips class. She's, she can't wait to move away. In a year, she's going to move away when she goes to college. You never, never heard this scene before. And yeah. he, he draws on her arm in a Sharpie. And like I said, I, she'll be looking at that later in the season and remembering her dead boyfriend. She says uh, she'll be better in two days. But, but anyways, he says that his mother, his parents are away and come over and let's have some fun tonight. We'll go to the beach. But then we'll go home and have some fun. And she's totally down for some snuggles and for some uh, some more action later tonight. Tara Chan has to go to school tomorrow. Have a great night. Thank you. So it was great to see you again, Tara Chan. So pumped to have The Walking Dead back and uh, and seeing our, some of our Walking Dead friends coming in. It's fucking great to see you guys. Uh, Carl says she's an incompetent guidance counselor if her own son has turned out to be this kind of drug addict. Scott DeGrois says, I totally agree, Joe. Fuck her in a psychobabble bullshit. <laughs> The worst part is that the world goes to shit and she can't shower. She won't be able to wash that horrible scribble off of her. Right. <laughs> right. That's a great point, Jessica. <laughs> oh, it, and it hit, re,
1: let, Let's think of this. How long has this place been a flop house for? The church? Do you know what this place smells like? The amount of shit in the corner. Yeah, someone said that in the chat. in the corner. She wants to take a... She wants to take a stroll around the building. That's like, what Richie A. was saying. Walk, oh, the smell is just dis- like, no, no, sorry, no.
0: So Travis.
1: Like all the lights still coming through because the windows aren't boarded up.
0: Then we get a little moment of Travis teaching and uh, just just to see how great of a teacher he is. And uh, he's, oh, no. he's just doing, he, he can even take the most bored kid in class and make him realize that uh, English is exciting. And, and she, Maddie kind of watches from the door and does what guidance counselors usually do. Oh, does. captain,
1: my captain. Oh,
0: captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my oh, captain. captain. Maddie watches from the door and gets turned on watching her boyfriend kick in the class's ass. So What she's, are they talking about? What book are they talking about? Uh, they're talking about a Jack London book.
1: Yes, to build a fire. Oh, to build a fire. About a man's willingness to survive, and he ends up building the fire, um, and, but he builds it under a tree eventually, and he ends up killing himself because just shit happens. He ends up dying. Weather sucks
0: nature sucks (laughs) scott says i don't buy for a second that they would go into that church go back to that church uh johnny rico says she's looking to go to college bitch it's the zombie apocalypse time for survival mode maybe turn into a zombie and go to zombie academy or something exactly thank you johnny rico go to the fucking zombie academy (laughs) i love thank you johnny that's fucking great reference uh so travis it's Travis is teaching, anyways, and yeah. This, so she stops at the front office. Maddie watches from the door and walks on. She stops by the front office where Artie is uh, slumping over. Where we see the principal guy, and it looks like a zombie. And we get sort of a fake. Get the music going. <laughs> They're
1: definitely building the tension. We're supposed to think maybe he's about to like zombie up,
0: but no, he is just bugging the class.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's spying on the teachers.
0: As Richie was saying, it was a classroom bug. He's spying on the teachers. Does this really happen? Is this a real thing? I, I you, know, you got those.
1: You got those uh, intercoms where they could talk back and forth. So yeah, the, they can listen in anytime oh, they want. Oh
0: shit! Wow, that sucks. <laughs> no screwing around. I, I, I'm glad they don't, didn't have that back in our day. Some, some, yeah, they did. Did they? Did, could they really spy on the teachers like that? I mean, because what I remember they used to have like teachers come in and sit in and watch a class and evaluate, but I didn't know they were spying on me. You just think everyone's constantly spying on everybody? They are. <laughs> constantly. The spy gear is out there. They're doing it. They are. We're through the looking glass, people. Black is white and white is black. So Maddie watches.
1: Save New World.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Principal guy will be a zombie in next episode. Johnny Rico says, I thought she caught him jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he usually shuts the door to his office when he does that.
0: Usually. So Travis sits by when uh, he's, he's doing the whole zo- uh So she stops and uh, turns into Travis's class. He's talking to a man versus nature thing, saying nature always wins. And then we hear Nick go back to Nick, and Nick's hearing the old guy raspy breathing, and he calls out to him and asks him if he's Okay so we get nurse dumbass coming in and nurse dumbass says nick are you okay and uh, she gets him the bedpan he says he can't go he doesn't want to go and she goes no i don't ask i tell you when you have to go you have to no, go
1: i i don't tell my dog doesn't tell me when it wants to go poo poo she called him a dog like really
0: yeah I'm not appropriate not fucking appropriate i mean do you know he's unless she just knows that he's some like crackhead
1: matter does not matter, Phil. I've learned
0: from experience recently that they don't really. Most people that come in your room and when you're in hotel rooms, don't oh, hotel rooms. They don't give a shit. Who, room service doesn't give a shit who you are. They don't check who you are before they show up. They just want their tips.
1: And they're not. Call, they're not saying anything like that to you. They call it's me. That a- she would get fired. So quick, if you like.
0: When she called him a dog, it reminded me of that part in the first Vacation movie. He called me a dog, Mr. Wallet. He made me roll around on the ground, Mr. Wallet. He insulted my human decency. And she, yeah, like what the fuck? Fucking nurse, nurse Ratchet here calls him a dog. And she says, she says, make it in the bedpan. He says, it's. Can you untie one of my hands? It'll be easier and less messy. You are an inept nurse that deserves to be fired right now. You untie the fucking. Person that's in restraints. Yes,
1: he shouldn't even be tied in the first place, dude. Mm-hmm. He's not jacking at his at his at his uh at his IVs. He's not doing any of that. They think he he's been saying they think he's suicide. You know? Whatever he said before, he said straight up, I wasn't running into traffic. I wasn't trying to kill myself. Like he shouldn't be in restraints. He wouldn't be in restraints for 24 hours. It's absolutely ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> What the fuck? So, a uh, whole time she's cleaning his shit, though. <laughs> she. That is a fucking shitty job. That really is a shit. I, I, I respect anybody that actually does that shit because it's fucking gross. So, I guess she was trying to be use her shtick and be kind of funny about it. Like, you're my dog and break the ice in it. But it, it just came off as her being, like, ultra douchey. Yeah, no. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> absolutely like oh where we the- wrote that like hates fucking hospitals hates people that work for hospitals <laughs>
0: <laughs> richie a said i would pee in the bedpan and throw it at her i think we might be on time with uh with the with what with an airing right now we might be like right in pace with the episode something like that <laughs> uh jessica says i love that you guys are on real time scene for scene reference of the rewatch multi multitasking it's- so I think I think we're pretty good. So let's keep our pace going. So so she undoes his right hand, and says he can have a moment to himself. Uh, if, every time a woman's undone my right hand, and told me I can have a moment to myself. Turn and cough. So Nick thanks her and she leaves. He rapidly undoes the other hand and almost immediately does that.
1: Immediately, right, right. He wants <laughs> he wants the fuck out of there.
0: And I just think. It was almost a hilarious moment, like him getting hit by the car, where he just slips and the metal pan <laughs> falls and clings on the ground, but right as that happens, the guy next to him codes as well. So the nurse runs back in, and they call for the car crash cart, and they try to give him the clear, the defibrillator, is that what it's called? Defibrillator? Yeah. And uh, they, 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 try to, they eventually wheel the old guy out, and the nurse tells Nick to stay put. She notices that he untied both hands, and she just tells him to stay put, and she... Uh, or that he's on... Un- i guess she- I guess she didn't notice that he untied both. She
1: pans. didn't. She saw the pan on the floor, maybe, but like doesn't offer to grab it for him. Like, and it's easy to explainable. I was about to shift it under me, and I it slipped. I only got one hand to do all this—to move the sheets, to get it under. That what? guy started coding. I went to pull it out and it fell on the floor.
0: Uh, so they try to. Uh, so they pull the other guy. So once they start bringing the other dude out and she says, wait right here, he gets up, grabs all of his clothes, puts them on the hurry, and he creeps his way out. He tries uh, some cabinets with no luck looking for drugs, but he creeps down the hall in his uh, stolen clothes and, and makes sure he's showing his chest. And he goes outside, checks a, ga- checks a pocket, picks up a cigarette on the ground, tucks it behind his ear, and uh, gets the fuck out of there. And we cut over to Madison and Travis that are furious that Nick's not in his bed. The nurse says that his uh, roommate coded and it was pure chaos. It's not my fault. Call the cops. I don't yeah. care. It's, Get away from me. Yeah, it's you, not my problem.
1: Pathetic people. Bye.
0: As Scout Dakota says, worst nurse ever. <laughs> she just had this attitude like, like, yep, not my problem anymore. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad you're yeah, fucking hey, son that, that
1: was exactly her attitude.
0: <laughs> so Maddie tells Travis to take her where it first started we talked a lot about this already she says she wants to go back take me back to the island jack we need to go back and no travis travis would not, what do you need to see there she thinks he went back here she was she wants to go there because she wants to, apparently she wants to thinks her kid might have gone back there
1: and here's the thing if he really wants to know what happened wouldn't wouldn't he go back there but then again that was like some pretty horrific shit i wouldn't go anywhere near the fucking place ever again <laughs>
0: i agree but that, that me too that, and i think travis knows that which is why he's like no we don't have to go back there i saw what he saw at least at some minor level there's not a chance in fuck he's going back there it's and just,
1: here's the thing too like if the police do stumble across this place after he's been yelling about people getting a visceral they're all gonna they're gonna blame it on him so what the fuck would he be going back there for
0: absolutely I
1: don't uh, back anywhere near that place
0: his face, and I think you're, t- I think you're talking about Nick. His face just has, always has, to seem to have that extreme apocalyptic grade type fear and doom all over it. Only a Tweaker can pull that off. So great. I do think he pulled off Tweaker crazy in his mannerisms. He, at the way he played crazy, didn't make me question how good he looked sometimes, because he played that, especially when he was doing the mumbling and stuff. He and was like, and he just trailed off. He reminded me of real, tre- real tweakers I've bumped into in my life. So Maddie tells Travis to take her where it started. Maddie insists after he says no. They see some shady people loitering in the park, barely moving. They pull up to the church, and she won't wait in the truck. And she's like, I'm not waiting outside as they head in. Travis calls out, hello, hello, anybody out there? And there are no bodies anywhere. Maddie says some Maddie repeats what Travis said as she's looking at the blood splattered around something bad happened here and uh, says this is a very violent place. (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. She heads upstairs and and she starts crying and Travis says it's not her fault. And but she says it's in the genes. And again, that's something you mentioned earlier, Joe. She is drug addiction running their family. Is that something? Either
1: her or the father.
0: Some something. The father od and died. And then we'll he that. And then he reminds her that Alicia is fine. And she says, well, I'm batting 500. And he well, maybe said
1: the father's just off high somewhere. There's,
0: there has to be something. She wouldn't just say that meaning like meaning. Oh, it's just me. It was, I
1: it was a, a quick little drop. That's going to that's foreshadowing more story for the future. Absolutely. Scout says and she says she's batting 500. So it goes on a, a little bit they make a deal out of it
0: scout has a great point says travis goes back to the place they slipped in the blood come on he's not going back in there and tim says well every nurse in the world is the worst nurse ever duh duh everybody <laughs> i love you guys the chat you guys are awesome richie a. says i noticed when they were driving they were missing uh they're missing posters uh, Scott DeCrooge says, No one's here. Let's take a tour. Yeah, it's just like, let's walk around this drug. There are no crackheads. Apparently, apparently there's no people that are wanting to shoot heroin today in this section of Los Angeles. That's Tweaker right. Heaven. It's called Tweaker, or it's called Drug Heaven. No, no one else is in here.
1: No, if the crackheads aren't there, guess where you should not be?
0: <laughs> Very good point, Joe. So, Maddie says something bad happened in here and uh, reminds. He reminds her that Alicia's fine. She says she's batting 500. He says that Nick isn't here and we should go. Madison says, starts getting into this is where he slept. And she starts touching the blanket. Ew! Yeah. And then she finds a book of Nick's as she's like, just as Joe talked about this before, spotting. And she gets a smile on her face as she looks at the book and heroin falls out of it. So she his, sees
1: his works.
0: His works. So she sees the black and foil of the natal. Travis tells her to come. Get the fuck out of here. They head outside and uh, he asks if they can go home. But she says not yet. She says to take her to Calvin's house. So they go to this guy Calvin's house. And the minute I met this guy Calvin, I knew something was up with him. I thought At first I thought he was hiding him and that was the whole thing. You knew he was hiding something. Yep. So they find him vacuuming out his minivan.
1: He was way too... Sure, Mrs. Cleaver. Exactly. Would
0: you like to come in and have some tea? Way I too to Eddie Haskell. You're right. You. Sure, no, no problem. I'm gonna fucking watch what I do to your mother here. Yeah. Oh, oh you're, can I help you with this? Your mother has a nice ass. You like one of those type of kids. The missing uh, looks like looks like Walter. Of course, they blamed it on the absentee father. No. Looks like Walter Jr. painted them the missing posters, another AMC Easter egg. Scott Dakota says, oh, look at the scum-covered blankets. Let's sit and read. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> says, lucky she didn't prick herself looking through those sheets. I know, there could just be a needle hanging out there. So how the fuck do you not go to Randy's Donuts, says Tim. And Scott says, damn, Calvin was hot. He was a very good-looking man, no doubt. Calvin was a good-looking man. He says, uh, th- never trust the sharp-dressed man. So he says Nick moved away from them. <laughs> he says Nick moved away from them. He doesn't know where he would be, but offers, you can come inside and make some calls if you want. So they head inside, and we see Travis calling Chris and just getting his voicemail, his son. So Nick found enough cash in the pocket to buy a burner phone, apparently. So he makes a call, and he keeps calling someone. We later find out that he keeps calling Calvin, uh, whoever is him. And it, it kind of goes through the episode a little bit. You don't know who him is, but it ends up being Calvin. So then he goes and sits under the bridge downtown and waits. So we get an Alicia texts. I'm here texting her boyfriend. I'm here at the beach waiting for you. And Matt never shows up. So then we Matt's dead. Matt is fucking dead. Dead as a doornail. Calvin is an upper club, upper class, middle class drug dealer. Oh yeah, and what the fuck is he cleaning so miraculous so meticulously in that van? Uh, his his. That's uh, what
1: I was wondering too. Like he was really trying to clean some shit up. Was it a wet vac?
0: <laughs> might have. I maybe it was a. Uh, f- I don't even want to say. Maybe maybe he had some guy named Marvin in the back of the car. I had pieces of Marvin all over my car. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tim, Gash, Tim says Switzerland, right, Joe? We shouldn't we shouldn't be in Switzerland. Johnny Rico says Nick makes uh, wearing old man clothes look sexy. Damn. So uh, so Travis tells Maddie that they'll uh, find Nick, but she says he does. But says she doesn't want to be found. She would rather sleep. She even if he's found, she doesn't know if she wants him to come home. Uh, she's not sure if she wants to sleep in the same house as him after lit. After laying in that bed, too, after seeing where he's sleeping, it disgusts her. And does that make her a bad person? And no, it makes her human.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, as a mother, it makes you a bad person. <laughs> you should want him to be home. Nothing more than to be home and safe and all that shit. Not a drug addict and-
0: so, so this is when shit starts really happening. They they hear sirens and a police chopper flying by as uh, as they're stopping in traffic. And he says that they should call Alicia and tell her that that they're stuck and she should get some food. And they think it's a high speed chase, and you can hear a police loudspeaker that goes, "Everybody, stay in your vehicle." So of course everyone gets out of their vehicle. The police repeat the q- request. You can hear gunfire and a car zips past them, and they get out and you can just see a bunch of commotion. You can't actually see what happens. A very awesome, tense scene of where you date back to thinking of the original series when you see all the traffic stopped and all the cars parked and just seeing like, if you get trapped in that traffic, you're fucked.
1: Well, you're no longer driving this
0: thing. Exactly, you're just stuck. And uh, so Travis-
1: You You need to believe the reports early and leave early. If you don't leave early enough, you're not leaving.
0: That being said, Sometimes those reports you have to for your own life run like like I when I was when I was in the middle of a tornado once you, there was like reports on the radio that were like don't try to outdrive the tornado if you see the tornado get out of your car lie face down in a ditch on the side of the road and wait for the tornado to destroy your car and you'll be okay i said fuck that i'm outrunning the tornado and i tried this i found out which direction it was coming from and i faced the car in the opposite direction and drove as fast as i could away from it so maybe I'm stupid. So we we cut on to the uh, the next day at school, and Artie only sees five kids getting off the school bus and wonders what's up. Then they walk into the other room, and we see all the teachers watching the news, and they see a guy attacking an EMT, and it's a fucking intense video. It's it's pretty fucking crazy with this zombie just going nuts, and they just can't do anything about him. You're, you're seeing all these people just looking like. It's it's like the Ninja Turtles and Ninja Turtles One trying to fight the Shredder. They're just all bouncing off the zombie and pew, 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 pew. nothing they can do about it.
1: It's not an instantaneous turn either because the one guy who had his neck bit open, he wasn't. He was still in the church on the floor. So this EMT that he, that this zombie's biting, you know, they might think is dead or just hurting in pain, and they cart them off somewhere else.
0: Jessica says, "The or no, Scout says, the reports are always wrong. They can't even predict a snowstorm. <laughs> uh, was that, yeah, Jessica Barnes says, was that your Twister survival knowledge? I'll tell you the truth. While I was driving away from it, I looked in the rearview mirror, and I saw it didn't look like Twister, but I... I walked up to this guy at a uh, gas station. I'm like, uh, excuse me, do you know what county we're in? And he goes, that's not the question that you want to ask, sir. I go, what's the question I want to ask? He goes, you want to know which direction that tornado is coming down? I go, yeah, that's exactly what I want to. He goes, that way. And he, like, points to that way. And So I go, I'm driving in that way. He goes, that, that sounds good. And I jumped in the car and I fucking drove off. It was it was crazy. I was in the Corn Palace at the time of the announcement of the uh, of the tornadoes, tornadoes. Is
1: that in Nebraska. Uh
0: it's in South Dakota, I believe. The Corn Palace. So I'd I'd have to I'd have to remember. It was a long. Uh, I was doing one of those cross country trips. It's the Corn Palace is a very fun place. I'm sorry, I digress. So, it it wouldn't be a good. It would be a good place to be stuck in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> No, that that oh, so that was President Obama. I thought it was Gus Fring was the principal of the school. <laughs> so so they see the cops uh, beating the guy up and he just doesn't go down. He just keeps attacking people. people. Six
1: shots in the belly. Yeah, and he just that's fake.
0: keeps going. And uh, of course it's fake. And one of the guys goes wonders what it is. Is it a virus? Is it a toxin? Is it a uh, drugged water? They finally shoot the guy a bunch of times, but he just keeps coming. And uh,
1: he's obviously on something. He's on PCP.
0: Something. Uh, P- President Gus Fring says, uh, no, excuse me, Principal Gus Fring says, uh, parents must have kept their kids home. And uh, it, like, duh, because they watched this video. And Travis. Well,
1: not just, not just that video. Like, obviously, there's one kid at the school is the only one on the frickin' internet. Like, I'm sorry, but th- it, there's no way with the way media is now that everybody doesn't know about it. So that is also probably one of the things that's different about this universe with Twitter, with Facebook, with all the all the ways that people get their news stories, people would know about this. This isn't like
0: yeah, yeah, but I mean, I we also don't know what year this is because this is supposed to be at the beginning if we were to say what year what year is season did season 1 of the walking dead come out?
1: Six years ago.
0: Six years ago. So that was 2009. Oh, years ago. Right. 2009. So th- this is this is 2009. I guess news was a little different in 2009. No. A little bit. A little bit. It, it was more accurate to what they showed. I thought that was pretty good where you had everybody huddled around like one phone looking at it or something. Or were they watching it? Well, a-
1: all three. They were, the teachers were all watching the TV. The kids were all on their own phone watching it immediately in the classroom.
0: I would be interested to see what year it is in this universe at that po- this point in time. That wasn't clearly defined. I don't think it's clearly defined at any point in time in The Walking Dead, like what the, what the year is in that world. Someone can correct us in the chat room if they know. So they see the cops beating the shit out of the guy, but he just doesn't go anyway. And Travis uh, already says the parents must have kept the kids home because of this. Travis tells her it's like uh, Nick described as, they, as he brings her aside, and she asks him to call the police and report Nick missing. Because that's the only way I can think to find him. Nick, that's
1: because LA police are going to care so much about an 18 year old man that hasn't come home, that's a known drug addict to police.
0: Nick makes another call and says he needs to know what d- went down at the church. He says on the phone. Alicia tells her parents that her parents were near the incident. Uh, she's with her friends, like she- she's in her classroom, uh, being like, "Oh my God, your friends were really in it. They're all looking at their phones in it." And the teacher walks up and is like, "Do I have to take your phones?" And she kind of takes the phones away. She, uh, the teacher threatens, threatens, and then eventually takes their phones away.
1: She was about no. She was about to take the phones away. When principal came over the loudspeaker and said, "We're having a half, half day." day yeah, I, for,
0: I forgot about that. So, Artie, uh, principal Artie announces it's a half day and schools day. out for right. the apocalypse. So Right, and she says, give me my fucking daughter. And she tells her daughter that she wants to go home, and they ask about Nick, and Madison says that this means that uh, she'll be there when he gets back. The students fly out, and Travis catches up with Maddie and says they need to go before they get blocked in. She sends Alicia home on the bus, which is going to serve to be a problem later, I bet. Lisa yes, sees
1: absolutely. And then they see... her on the school bus. Ex- I see it absolutely killing.
0: And then we see uh, Tobias, the kid from the beginning, who gives... Uh, yes. Ma- Maddie. Are you
1: fucking serious, lady? You've Reports of your, like, people are fucking eating each other. You've seen it on TV. You've heard it from your son. You're in that traffic jam. Half the kids haven't thrown up at school. There's something really fucking weird going on. But you don't opt to keep your daughter by your side. You're not getting on that bus. You stay with me. You keep your hand on my shoulder until we get home.
0: Yeah, you're ne- I'm never leaving your site. You're- my, kid's n- my kid is not leaving my fucking site for one second.
1: Like, second. Isn't that why? Is about, especially with what that kid was saying. Why did she go to the seen.
0: classroom in the first place to get her if she wasn't going to take her with her? Just to be like, meet me at home, honey? Like, I don't
1: know. make sure she goes straight home after school, yes, because I'm (laughs) sure that works every time you tell her to.
0: Jessica Barnes, Jessica, Jessica says, I I love Tobias' I told you so bitch faced (laughs) that she gave. Yeah, (laughs) Fantastic. So we see Nick going into a diner and we hear people coughing. He meets Calvin. He says he's sorry. Calvin gets real scary real, real quick where he tells him to sit down. And he's just so calm the way he's talking oh, yeah, to him. yeah,
1: you know instantly. Um, yeah,
0: I'm going to kill you. Calvin
1: tells him. You tell your mom. Your mom came to visit me, yo. Yeah,
0: don't, don't make me talk to you. But he was, no, he wasn't even that intense. But he was just, yeah, your mom came to visit me. I don't like that. What would you tell your mom? Mm-hmm. He's just so fucking scary, spooky about it. And he says, uh, I can't have your mom knowing anything about me. (laughs) And Calvin asks uh, if he's been talking about him. Nick says, no. He just wants to know that he'd never say anything. He just wants to know what he gave him if he leased it with PCP. Cal says he doesn't want paranoid customers. And he asks them where you heard this and don't talk about my shit. Suddenly it gets to be the wire for a second. He's like, don't you talk shit about my product. And Nick sighs and says the church was a bloodbath and Gloria killed two people. Calvin says, that makes no sense. Gloria was 93 pounds. She can't even
1: pick up a pencil. She barely get the needle in her arm. Yeah,
0: she can't do shit. Scout Dakota says, preach, Joe. Who's putting their kid on that fucking bus?
1: Right? Nobody's putting their kid. You're not going, like, you're not leaving my side. There's strange shit going on. The school district just canceled. The whole district just canceled (laughs) school for the day.
0: Uh, Jessica says, Joe, it's Walking Dead canon. and bad mothers try to do too much and really do nothing. Scott Dakota says, I love Calvin in that scene. Too bad his fine ass had to die. Tim says, it's hard to get a year in The Walking Dead. It's never quite clear. <clears throat> so Nick says he saw it and he can't get it out of his head as Cal says to contain himself. Nick sips on some ice water and he says he's leaving. Calvin says, no, stay, buddy, and kind of grabs him Full on hands him and goes. You need some food? He goes. I'm not hungry. Well, I got some drugs for you. I got some new shit. And Nick says, I don't know. I'm trying to be good. And he goes, No, no, no. no. I got you. And I, I got you free. I got you some needles no, too. He
1: doesn't say I'm trying to be good. Nick immediately says, <laughs> No.
0: He says I'm trying. He says I'm trying to. I'm trying not to do bad. St-. He said something along like, doesn't no, quite he go said, for awesome,
1: it. Awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> he put his hands together like, Oh, thank you so much.
0: I think you might be right. I'm trying to get
1: uh, absolutely right he went straight to oh uh, and he never asked for it though he did not have the intention to be there to ask for it I mean the guy bought a cell phone instead of buying he could have gone and bought drugs with that money instead
0: yeah, he's like, trying I think
1: he called him I do I do think he was trying and I think he was like any addict uh, I think you're right. I think it would do me some good. I, I gotta forget about this for a little
0: while. <laughs> yeah, and he and Johnny Rico says he was trying to serve him his real last meal. I I agree. He was like he's trying to be a good guy. Uh, so Calvin tells him to stay and hugs him close. He pulls his arm around him. Nick cries and says he can't get out of his head. Calvin holds him, and for a second you think he might be a good friend, but. No, you never really think no, you that.
1: Know, once he embraced him, you knew he was a dead man. You knew he was trying to butter him up to get him somewhere.
0: Nick says he's managing, he's trying. Calvin asks him if he has his works. Nick says no. Calvin pulls him close and says, I got you. Thanks. And, and they- this
1: is where I thought, oh, he's going to give him a hot shot.
0: Yeah, I he's thought a, that.
1: He's, t- a, he's I, a, he's.
0: I thought so too. And Jeff. that's
1: what he should have done. He should have overloaded the fucking needle.
0: Yeah, that, that would have been the smart way to go about this kill. So Calvin says to Maddie, told him he was in the car accident. Nick says he didn't look uh, both ways. <laughs> it was another funny line by Nick. He's like, yeah, I didn't look both ways. Uh, Cal asked the cops, talk to him, and Nick says, yeah, they had a lot of questions. Calvin takes him out of the way to an area down by like an empty, like, I don't even know what the thing is. It's like a big.
1: It's, a, it's, the, it's the river. Oh, yeah. It's the river. It's
0: that middle river, the pipe. the. So sur- they race in Greece. That's where the Terminator 2 truck and a bike. Oh, okay. That's the Terminator 2 place. Where did Nick get the money? I'm guessing he found it in the clothes he stole. Uh, Someone wants to know. uh, Los Santos zombie mod fits his (laughs) bitches. Uh, Johnny Rico says, Trying to serve him his last meal. The hug was KOD. Yeah, it really was. And uh, Scott Dakota says, I thought he found the money in the jacket. Yes, he did evil by evil shit by Calvin Calvin gets something out of he pauses, stops him, he goes calm down buddy, you just stay in the car, everything will be alright you like the air conditioning? There's some air conditioning for you Calvin go, goes, I just need to get something out of the trunk so he goes, climbs of the trunk and Nick, fairness enough Nick gets some spider sense and he sees the gun and they grapple for it uh, I mean, Calvin, here's
1: the thing, do you get out of the car? no, you're gonna dirty up your fucking car <laughs> I'm not getting out I'm not gonna make it easy like,
0: well, do he's, it. he does have that wet dry vac, Joe <laughs> the wet dry vac was established earlier in the se- earlier in the show so okay. so somehow the crackhead strength overpowers calvin who like i'm sorry nick looks like a bucko five and uh skinny crackhead arms and calvin looks like a pretty well put together thing but nick like totally has the crackhead strength
1: he let out that yeah <laughs> dude he let out that primal crack yeah he screen. did he was like roar.
0: <laughs> and Calvin goes down, and Nick gets the jump on him, turns the gun, shoots him, gives him gives him two shots. So uh, Nick, uh, I guess Nick didn't think he killed him because he like turns him over and he's like, "Are you all right, buddy?" And he realizes he shot he him. He
1: knows he, yeah. He's hoping he didn't kill him anyway. Yeah.
0: And there's a bloody uh, those that crack be strong, yo. got to Dakota says. Yeah. Where is that place? It's the place where you go to kill somebody. It's it, it's the Pine Barrens. That's what I call (laughs) the super thug. So there's a a bloody hole in his stomach and the stain just goes larger by the moment. Nick looks at the car and uh, drops the gun and he runs off without either. He runs off on foot. So we later see Nick smoking when his mom and Travis come to pick him up. Nick's upset that Travis brought his mom when he asked him not to. Mom is right in his face like, oh, you're okay, my boy. So Nick whispers to Travis that he did a bad thing. That seems to be a reoccurring theme of the episode. I did a bad thing. And he, pulled, he pulls a gun you on me. You weren't the.
1: supposed to take her. You weren't supposed to bring her. You weren't supposed to bring her. Yeah.
0: You know, she's not supposed to be here today. <laughs> so he says he shot Calvin and he killed him. Maddie asks where he is and Nick points. They head down to look for Calvin. Travis says it was self-defense no matter what. Travis has this guy, kid's back. He believes him. He's full on in on this. So they stop just outside the tunnel and they get out of the truck. Maddie spots uh, his car, but they don't see anything. They don't see any blood. Apparently the, who, the zombie Body doesn't believe. Did he? Did the zombie lick up all the blood? Didn't Trenton did...
1: sucked into his clothes.
0: Something. So Travis so calls. Travis calls out for Calvin, and Nick gets closer and says, "No." They insist that Calvin was right here. Blah 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 blah. They end up going into the truck and heading, backing up back through the dark tunnel. And as they're backing up, they see someone walking towards the truck. And it's Calvin. It is fucking zombie Calvin. Madison and Travis just get out of the car. Like, hey, what's going on, Calvin? You okay? Nick screaming, get in the fucking car, you idiots! Get in the fucking. What are you fucking doing? Is uh, yell? Is is Joe in the car yelling at these idiots? Get in the fucking car. What are you two doing? Get in yep. the car. Let's get out of here. I love Nick in this scene, by the way. I love the cr- crackheads. St- I love Nick in this whole end part of this it really episode. He
1: goes from being all broken up about killing his friend to killing them,
0: yeah, (laughs) like five (laughs) times, like making sure that motherfucker's dead, and uh, so Calvin tries to bite them both. Nick backs the truck into him, runs him over. They see Calvin get back up over the ground again. Mass and Travis watch in horror as Calvin comes comes for the truck again, and Nick runs over him again until he just slams his brakes and he goes flying off and flies to the bottom of the uh, the river thing. And uh, they get out of the car, they run up, they look, they see his body laying at a horrible angle on the ground. Oh, gosh, he's dead. But his oh,
1: bones sticking out of him in all sorts of places. He's twisted.
0: Yeah. And, but no, he ends up getting up. And holy shit, this is where we see. Up,
1: he just turns his head and looks at him, doesn't
0: he? Yep. Doesn't... And, we, and we see, this is, uh, someone talked about this earlier. This is where we see those dead blue eyes glowing. We see kind of like the blue eyes glowing. And the mangled body. And Maddie goes, what the hell is happening? And what is going on? And Travis says, I have no idea. And that is the end of our episode, the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead. And Joe, I got to say, I'm in. I'm, I'm in right now. And I liked the episode more after talking with it, talking about it with you. Watching the episode itself, I especially creeping in. As longer the episode went, the more I liked it. Is what I thought
1: it was. uh, And she's very sorry she couldn't be here. By the way, Um, she's out getting us some zombie supplies right now.
0: Excellent, excellent.
1: Um, So she couldn't be here, but she thought it was kind of slow. She wasn't. She
0: wasn't sold yet.
1: She wasn't. I don't think she was sold until the until the very end. Until the Calvin stuff happened, but she thought it was slow leading up to it,
0: so let's jump jump a couple of a uh, couple of comments before we go. Jessica says this is the place where you go kill someone. oh, yeah. Uh, Jesse Pink- Pinkman wishes that was his family. You know it's brand new and the tweeter is actually a wise one. Uh, this was a great scene. Tim says, you know uh, the dinner was in Pulp Fiction. Jessica says, great way for Nick and Terrell to find new ways to play with zombie effects. Uh, Scout says, I miss Katie Crow. She will definitely be back with us this season. Yeah. But uh, whenever she can. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. Uh, where did Nick get the money? And I do want to talk a little bit about some of the things that were mentioned in the in in the uh the talking dead that was before fear of the walking dead uh the season of season six of the walking dead starts october 11th and they said that the premiere episode is the is the biggest episode the most walkers that have ever been an episode it's gonna be big 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 it's
1: an hour and a half long
0: hour and a half long like this episode was they referred to it as playing electric guitar and acoustic guitar at the same time more character deaths really difficult uh they hint at a morgan flashback a little bit and something to do with cheese they said that he's not kidding about that something to do with how morgan became so great with fighting has to do with cheese and it's all a part of one episode if we believe that uh also said that in the first episode of season six is going to give you clues to the way the rest of the whole season is unveiled so there are going to be clues in episode one on every about everything that's going to happen this season. The Wolves, they said the Wolves have a code. They don't want to share what the code is. They're devious. They carve W's in themselves. And uh, also, The the uh, Walking Dead is premiering, if you're in New York, they're premiering the episode at Madison Square Garden. Fucking A. In our preview scene that we saw from the episode, we saw Sasha and Abraham driving, talking about doing something big. And uh it's also been referred to the episode as a puzzle. They didn't want to give anywhere, anything away, so they showed us very limited stuff for the promos. But this whole season and episode is going to be a puzzle of some sort. So it's, I'm very curious and I'm really excited that this season of The Walking Dead has started early, and we're gonna be here every week to talk about Fear the Fear of the Walking Dead. Yes. Yes. Big Kev, welcome. What's up, guys? First time in the chat. Awesome, I know. I'm shocked to actually see, your, hey. see you, you're in the chat. That's fucking crazy. Uh, it's got to, Who doesn't
1: love cheese, Jess?
0: Everybody loves cheese. It, some kind of cheese. More cheese. Uh, Jessica says, Michonne and Morgan love cheese. Yeah, family, cheese power. So everybody, I'm going to be going. There'll be a lot more stuff coming soon since this is our official start. We got a couple of exciting things. Coming up, I'm gonna do a lot more of those top 10 videos. If you guys have any requests, please let me know on that. I'm also gonna do some of those kind of videos as live hangouts where I just go live for 15 minutes or so and do like a top 10 list, do things like that. That's probably how I'll get Joe involved in some of those lists too so we can connect and do like kind of some shorter videos. Also have a very awesome announcement. I secured a uh, co-host. I'm going to be doing a uh, series on the channel. We're going to be doing a rewatch of The Sopranos with Mr. Big Daddy Kane. Joe will join us occasionally uh, jumping in, but uh, Big Daddy has agreed and committed to recap and review the entire Soprano series with me. So we're going to get Big Daddy Kane on the podcast. I feel
1: so used.
0: Yeah, you're a used man. Dirty, dirty, Joe. I'm
1: being replaced?
0: No, 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 no. You, you oh. can, Joe, we have a romance that's deeper than any of these other fucking podcasters could imagine, buddy. But, but everybody, thank you so much. We will talk to you guys next time. Peace. Goodbye. <laughs> that's right. Sopranos Rewatch is actually happening. It's happening. Have you ever had our sausages? Do you have our sausages? (laughs)
1: Have you ever had our sausages?
0: But yeah, Joe, any days that you happen to be around and you want to come in for a touch or have anything about the episodes that we're talking about, especially, I know there are a couple of episodes you'll definitely want to get in on.
1: Yeah, yeah. like all eight
0: seasons. (laughs) Later, guys. Thank you so much.